Welcome all. It's episode 28 of Diggy's Dungeon. We're back again. I'd love to say, like I usually do, that we're scraping the bottom of the barrel, but there's actually quite a lot of releases this week. So all we can really do is get straight into them, which I'm going to do with my first caller. And that's T. And I'm pulling her in. Hello, T. Don't forget to unmute. There you go. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yep. Good. <laughs> I love that we always have to do this, like, check. Well, I always worry, so I always check. Even though I've already asked Bladed and he said it was fine, but then I just worry something's going to go wrong. <laughs> I didn't, that's good. <laughs> You've seen one too many Accio calls to trust it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Gosh. Are you okay? Yep, I'm okay. I just realised I didn't put my poll up, so I've just gone and got that going now. <laughs> so prepared, mm -hmm. so prepared. That's okay. It's going to be a great show. I can just tell. Oh, don't taste, don't taint it now. You know, we're building hype throughout the show because the great cowboy moment is go. happening at the end. So there we have we to go. build up to that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. How are you doing? Let me know when you're ready. Oh, I'm I'm always ready. Sorted? Born ready. Oh, I thought you sorted the poll. I thought you were sorting the poll out. Oh, done it. Eggs to go, mate. I'm fucking on fire. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I was there waiting, like just I'm wait. too quick for you. Clearly. <laughs> um. Yes, I am really good. Yeah, had a really good weekend. Starting to see some teeny little signs of spring coming in. Um. Hopefully, it's the same for you, Dan. Down there. What with the um, snow this week? <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, literally today and yesterday oh, okay. seems suddenly really spring-like, yeah. So I actually dried my washing out on the line today, and it got, like, 80% dry on the line. Like, not quite fully dry. Unheard and of. um, And my daffodils are starting to come out now, which has made me so happy. So that's all good. Awesome. Um, but... I was wondering if I could start by talking about the AONG concert. Of course. Great. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> so on Friday night, I went to the AONG concert in London. And this had several AONG artists, including Cookie, Loco, Grey, Lehigh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Simon Dominic. And then there were a couple of surprise guests in the end, which ended up being Jambino and Wu, the rapper. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So um, it was great. It was really, really good. But it was quite an experience for a few reasons. Um, first of all, the venue was definitely a bigger one um, compared to a couple of others that I've been to recently. It was definitely like a much bigger operation. Mm -hmm. um but they were fairly organized but one thing i noticed like so the standing area was massive but one thing i noticed when i went in was that the um standing level sloped downwards towards the stage oh where, what um, was the venue um the eventim apollo oh okay i was gonna say yeah because the um, um near Brixton like academy does that too and it's really annoying yeah, I obviously it's good for people to be able to see, but in terms of like health and safety, I don't love it. So was there, I straight um, away went. In the Brixton Academy, there's like a random steel, like loopy 
what's it, who's it thing like in the middle of the standing area that's supposed to separate the front and the back and all it does is just crush you in does it do, no. does you have that at the apollo because it's really fucking annoying at the what, like academy a barrier? yeah it's like um how do i even describe it you know like um <laughs> this is so fucking niche you know like the trolley bays that aren't like root with roofs <laughs> You know what I mean? With the pipes that go up and then loop over and yeah, it's that. Trolley right. bays, baby. <laughs> and it's really annoying because you get crushed up no. against it if you're at the no. front of the back or the back of the front. So then I guess they'd charge the ticket prices differently as well for the no, two areas? it's all standing. Oh, right, okay. So there's, so there's like little, it's... there's just like individual like pipe bits separating off them and you can go like you can go between the two different pipe bits to get into the front if you want but it's annoying right i see what you mean this is really yeah. hard to explain without showing you it but <laughs> i'm trying oh, i know you mean what you mean it's like a traffic calming thing that they have for bikes but except for people i know uh, what you mean i guess i don't know <laughs> anyway no at the um this one it was just one big massive room and the slope was really quite like prominent so mm. i'm straight away i'm straight away like right i'm gonna stand right next to the fire exit <laughs> <laughs> so i was like i was really quite near the front so it's quite near the front i was definitely in like the front quarter but i was right on the side right next to the fire exit because i was like i'm sorry like i'm i'm just gonna do this because yeah that's what i wanted to do so anyway that's where i was but i still had a really really great view um and yeah i mean it was it was really interesting because obviously it's really nice because they're all from the same company and you can tell that they're all really close and they all really closely work together and you can sort of see their relationships with each other obviously lots of them have featured on all of each other's songs it was just a total like mismatch of features on each other's songs so it was it was really really nice that um you know, they, when they did their songs with a feature, most mm. of the time, the person that did the feature was there. So they would just sort of hop yeah. on and do a bit and hop off. And that was really, really great. Um, it Some of it just felt a bit like uh, cheap. Like, <laughs> so like the, the tickets were not cheap. Um, no, but that's just, why I didn't just go. little things like. Um, I mean, I suppose because there were so many artists, that's why, you know, it could be said that you get your money's worth or whatever. But mm -hmm. so one thing that I noted was like, I've never really paid much attention before to like the backgrounds. Like I call it like the PowerPoint background, but it's obviously not a PowerPoint. But, you know, like in the background, what they have on the screen in the background of, of a concert, yeah. I never really pay much attention to it. And I think that shows that that's a good thing because you don't want that to be too much of a focus. But Oh my god, the weird like <laughs> backgrounds that they used in this show were the most naff, like cheap, cheesy, weird, like really, really naff. It, it was like almost a bit off-putting sometimes. Um, really weird. I generally at one point I was like, I need to take some pictures of this to like show you guys, but then I don't want people to be like, why is she like taking the mick out of the background? <laughs> um, so I didn't take pictures, but they were really just trust me when i say they were really just random like generally like school powerpoint presentation type things with like cheesy mm. words on them and stuff very weird oh um, no the, not the words at least when they're just like a crappy oh, yeah. looking background you're like yeah whatever no no it had like weird words um <laughs> and just cheesy or a roasty. it was just <laughs> 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 luckily not um, <laughs> but the um 
the sound was really good and they had this DJ who was on the the whole time DJ was started with the double yeah, yeah 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 so he was there the whole time um and he uh was great and the sound was I'd say really good um and then so so do you, what did you say his name was DJ, DJ Wegan like W-E right. gun yeah so whilst whilst we were queuing up um people you could hear people sort of talking about how suddenly their AOMG had put on their Instagram or Twitter or whatever that there was going to be like an official after party after the concert mm. at this um at this venue like not nearby like over the other side of London oh. and so everyone and like tickets for the after party were like 60 pounds it is such a joke um and everyone was obviously going mad because they thought they were thinking that that meant that the artists were going to be there at this like no club or venue or music <laughs> right so but everyone started freaking out and i i was like no guys don't do I it they're not gonna, <laughs> they're not going to be there they're like but what if they are what if they are and everyone it's it was like sort of a buzz around when everyone was talking about it Mm. But I, I'm pretty sure. Obviously, I didn't go, so I'm not. I can't 100 percent know for sure. But I'm obviously I would put money on the fact that they weren't there. But I think DJ, what's his face, DJ was Wagon. there. Like that. Yeah, yeah but you wouldn't recognise like, DJ Wagon. He's not like an actual. Yeah. Although everyone's seen him during the whole concert, and because I, I think he wrote a couple of songs, like he co like he co wrote one of Yuyum's songs with him because Yuyum yeah. mentioned that. But anyway, so there there was this whole buzz about this after party, and everyone was kind of freaking out about it. And you know, should we get these tickets? And I was just like, don't do it, guys! Like, don't do it, please! Don't spend your money on that. Like, it's a, it's trying to like scam you, like not scam you, but. It, they know what they're doing yeah. by not officially saying that you know the artists are going to be there. Why? Why would they like? They're not all like Jackson Wang for God's sake. They're not just gonna like rock up and just hang out with like you know the likes of us or whatever. Shout out anyway. why China's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> God. That's and then so another weird. thing was this buzz was going around that some members of ATs were there at the concert, what? and okay. everyone was convinced that some members of ATs were there. And so everyone was going on about that. So God. there's all this stuff going around the crowd. So again, because I'm not on like any social media, I find it hard to check stuff. So if anyone finds out if A, the, any of the artists went to the after party, or B, if any members of ATs, because apparently some members of ATs were at um, some of the other shows on the tour. Oh, like, wow. Okay. That's weird. Maybe maybe Madrid. I want to say Madrid or Berlin or another another one. Are their tours and like so they following come each to other around. Because well. <laughs> I think they are. 80s are in london at the moment or recently like their tour oh okay so if anyone finds out please let me know um, if they were there you'll yeah. never notice if they were because they'll be in a section no one else's so no apparently they were just breezing past oh so someone's like the word spread oh wait like so and so from 80s just like walked past me i was like oh, are you okay. sure like are you sure but anyway so um that's that so the first artist to come on was Coogie um so obviously I wasn't very excited but I have to say he did a really good job of getting everyone like really hyped up his oh, songs okay. definitely he was he was a really good person to come on first um and yeah he he definitely got everyone hyped up and uh, I was like really impressed like he had this big hat on over like covering his head you couldn't see his face or anything um and so I don't really get much of a sense of of him but um mm. yeah did he play so Jane he was John? There. No idea. 
Probably. I, I knew that would, be the, that would be the response, but I had to ask because I like Jane. Yeah. Um, so then the second person on was Lehigh and I was so excited that I didn't have to wait, you know, till later on to see Lehigh. And so Lehigh, obviously she's an absolute angel and I was just mesmerized by her the whole time. I'm just completely in love with this woman. And I just was, it was so special to see her live and I loved it. I have to say that there was something like not quite right um, Mm. with her. And obviously you've seen her before. So I was going to ask you your opinion because to me it felt like she was a bit like out of it like not (laughs) quite like not quite in what way there like she seemed to be like potentially drunk (laughs) (laughs) that was i don't know know if that's just how she is when she performs because she was kind of like she performed like in the middle of the day at mik festival when i saw her and like the trouble right. is most people were there for the people that were later so the crowd weren't reacting as much as they should and so right. she was like really hamming it up to try and get people to react no see she that's that's the opposite oh she so was she was subdued for you okay very she very was the total opposite in my case she was like fucking really? yelling it she was like swearing loving it you know <laughs> she was a bit offbeat because she was getting so amped up but you know See, I was, I would, if I would have guessed, I would have expected her to be somewhere in the middle of that. Yeah. But she, she was very, very subdued, and so she, she came on in this really strange dress that was very (laughs) poorly fitting, very unflattering, and it was really odd choice of dress. Like, it, it had this like, it was like a satiny kind of a cream satiny top like corset top which didn't fit very well and then the bottom was like this tulle skirt of the same color and then there were like bright orange string bits hanging off and then it had like bright orange like at first I thought maybe it was like her bra strap kept falling down but I'm not sure if it was her she had like an orange bra strap that kept falling down or if it was like part of the dress it had like orange string I'll try and find a picture but it was a very odd choice. It looked like she she just kind of looked a bit like disheveled and like <laughs> obviously she's so she's so beautiful and but it was just a bit like just something not quite right. And then the first thing she said, she was like, Hi everyone, I'm Lehigh, as you might know. She said, This is my first time in London. No, it's and not. I was like, Yeah, I know, and everyone was like, <laughs> No, it's not. And she was like she just went uh, and I was like, um, Fucking all right, because that's pretty yeah, brutal. I, think, I know, and I was like, but anyway, as soon as she started, <laughs> when she was singing, she was very much just in the zone singing, and her, and you know, her voice is absolutely like stunning. I, I honestly, I could listen to it all day, and it, I, um, like I said, it it sounds even better in real life than like the recorded version. It's just so natural and um, and effortless. And she started off. I think her first song was only. So I was just like mesmerized and oh my god! I I was just like this is just too much. I can't believe this is happening. I was just totally, you know loving it. And then then she did for you, which <laughs> you know that's a bit of a random pick does she, does she do that at mik do you remember i don't think she did no i don't know i don't remember her entire set but as far as i know she so did. obviously 
I absolutely love that song. And I never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined to see that I would see her singing it live, but she did. And I, I was just like, oh my God. And I just sang the whole thing along and I didn't care who was like a bit like, shut up. Um, Cause I just you never loved should. it. The, you never should at a concert. But they, the weird thing was that they um, put a weird Christmas weird math christmas background on the thing with like <laughs> with like baubles and tinsel and like oh holly and, and berries and i was like this is really weird it looks really cheap don't do that it was really strange so also it's weird. march but you know right just very odd like not nothing sort of refined about the whole show if is one thing i could say but um anyway and then it was quite cool because during red lipstick she had some backing a couple of backing dancers come on which was quite good um but again the backing dancers were like okay but not <laughs> great like i hope you kind of know what i'm getting at here it's just a bit like i don't know anyway so then after lee i'm i'm conscious of talking for too long so please just <laughs> At any any point, just say, can we wrap this up, okay? <laughs> so Lo Loco came on next, and he was a really fun performer, really great with the crowd, like smiling the whole time, tons of energy. You could tell he was just absolutely loving it. And like at this point, everyone just started like taking their bras off and throwing them at Loco. Like, just like M.I.K. <laughs> did it. Yeah. Like, what uh, the hell? Like Everybody, what? all of the male, like... OMG people just got pelted with bras. Like, yeah, <laughs> Loco literally. did, Gray did big time. Yeah. Gray got fucking battered with bras, and then Jay Park got absolutely showered <laughs> when I was <laughs> like, it was <laughs> mental. They were all just collecting bras. They had like strapped like over their shoulder like a WWE belt, like all these fucking bras. Literally, <laughs> like what the hell? I find it so just weird. Like, mm. I don't really know. I just found it really strange, but he was hilarious about it. He is. Loco is he such was, a charming guy. He's such a fun yeah, person to watch live. Really, really fun. But it was like, I'm going to say 30 bras. Like, I'm not joking. Jesus. It was like just getting, I know, it was getting ridiculous. Like, anyway. <laughs> he got like two at MIK. <laughs> like, he could have opened up like a shop afterwards, just like yeah. selling off these. Yeah. But well, anyway. you got you got to cover your tour costs somehow, you know. You'll sell <laughs> them at the after party, never... give them DJ Wagon, <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> Literally, like I don't understand. Like my bras, like are expensive. I would never do that. Like <laughs> I, I would be maybe like, other people right, have lower have standards right of bra than you do. <laughs> I mean, possibly, but anyway. Oh god. And then. um Yes, and then he took his shirt off, and then it just got even more extreme. Like it just did. was a bit crazy. Yeah, like mm, okay. fully took his shirt off, and it just got a bit crazy. But um, yeah, and then um, Jambino came on to do the "Dripping Like Water" song, which was which was really really good, and I really loved that song, and it went down really well. Um, I don't know if he did this at Mik, but um, he beforehand he was like, "I'm gonna say," he said, "When I sing this song, I'm gonna say like water in a proper British way." So he did that. <laughs> like dri dripping like water and it, he, that was quite funny and went down really well so yeah um and then after loco was gray um and he was yeah slightly more serious compared to loco because loco is so like such a big character 
um but still you know got everyone going and yeah i was really really impressed with him he's clearly a really talented um musician and he was playing the keyboard and then like playing the guitar and he was doing lots of like vocal like play and Mm-hmm. lots of ad-libs and I, I was really really impressed with him um he was like using like a vocoder which is so cool to me and he came in uh, during yu gi song uh, running through the rain there's like a vocoder mm-hmm. part in that so he he came on to do that and that was <laughs> awesome he he did a great job of that and yeah he, i i really really got a good 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 uh, feeling about um about gray uh, did, he, so, yeah. um, did he lip sync as much as he did at mik no there was no lip syncing Okay, that's strange because there was like a ton during his set at MIK. All they because he's not a singer. Had, like they had the um the backing track, tracks playing, but I could very clearly hear everyone singing, everyone doing it. Yeah, and I was quite close to the front, so I I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, they wouldn't. There was not any lip lip syncing at all that I could notice. So uh, he ducked out on most yeah. of the more difficult notes when it was MIK. Really? Oh, see, I don't remember him like doing any massive notes, but um, yeah. So anyway, so uh, this is where it got a bit weird. So at one point, and I can't remember if it was during Loco or Grey, but people like started collapsing. Um, and great. this was yeah, and this was like not great because so that in total there was five people that collapsed during the concert, and they were all on the in the standing level. Um, and I was obviously off to the side, but it was all people right in the middle or like fairly near the front or like yeah. right in the middle of the crowd. So the thing that was though, that the venue obviously just wasn't prepared for this at all mm. because so when the first person collapsed, um, literally nothing happened. Oh, God. And like, and I'm not proud to say this, but I did yell out really loud and I did swear really loud <laughs> because I was you really, should. really, ang- yeah, because I was really, really angry. So, so somebody collapsed and then the, the security guys who were sort of along the, fr- positioned along the front of the stage, there was three of them. Hmm. They sort of, they got up and so everyone was pointing, everyone was pointing, uh, to the middle and, um, and then the security guards stood up at the front and they got their their torch and they shone their torch into that area mm. and they were just sort of looking and they were just looking and they, they were not doing anything, Diggy. They were just stood there looking and they were, sorry, I'm getting really like animated, but I was so annoyed. You they should. were just looking, they were looking and they were shining a torch and then one, and then they, they looked and they, they went and, and got their, they like gestured to the side for another member of staff, like clearly a, a manager or whatever, to come on. Mm. And this manager got on the microphone and said, uh, "Can you tell us what's going on there? Can you tell us what's happened?" Fucking and hell. I, yeah, I know, I was so angry, and I shouted out <laughs> so loud, and I swore, and I was like, "I was like, are you gonna actually do something?" I was like, "Get down there! Somebody's collapsed!" I was like, "Clear a path and get them out now." Mm. and um everyone was like god who is this crazy woman but (laughs) and then but they weren't doing anything it's like they had never experienced this Mm. before in the the venue which yeah they stopped the music and then they turned the lights on at that point and then suddenly suddenly people like cleared a path to the front and these security cards came through and picked this girl up who i'm sure was about 15 and were like 
car carried her, but the, the way that they only way that they carried out the people that were collapsing, that the route that they did, they took every time was to carry them back right towards the stage, like mm. literally right in front of the stage and then along the front of the stage, yeah. like with everyone seeing them. And it was so upsetting because you see this like, you know, child's face who's like, like out of it basically. Mm. Um, and then off they go. And so I don't think there's really a I graceful have... way to get someone out of the crowd though, to be honest. But I'm telling you, there was a better route that they could have taken and that was not going to the front of the stage because there's the next times it happened, they took them a different route. Okay, so they good. did not have a they didn't have a plan in place for this happening, which I find just shocking, to be honest. And mm. the way they just stood there and did nothing, I was like livid. So yeah, I did go into like, like um... mum. Like there's a massive increase in people fainting at concerts recently yeah i feel like it's... it never used to happen before pandemic and now like every concert someone's collapsing and someone's fainting and whatever it's like wow what is going on yeah well i have to say so i've been thinking about it and i people think one thing together a is... lot, though to be fair they go a bit mental at the front yeah one thing that I think contributes is when they have the uh, doors opening time so long before the actual show it's starts. It's so dumb. I because, wish it would stop. Yeah, because then people come super early anyway. So say they say doors are going to open at, at 4.15, which is what they said. I'm telling you, the show did not start till 6.30. So I mm. got there at like 5.30. <laughs> and I was like, it's oh, really I'm going to be late on this sure. cookie, whatever. But... um. They, these, this girl could have, you know, these people who collapsed could have been there outside at like three or even before because there was so much rubbish outside from where people had been queuing for ages. Yeah. So she could have been there. This, this girl could have been there, you know, since whatever. And, you know, I didn't see people coming and going to the bar to get water or anything. And they were, the people at the, the security guys were giving out tiny little cups of water to like the well, front two enough, rows or whatever. Of course it's not enough. Of course it's not. And so, um, it wasn't particularly hot in there but anyway you know you never know what what people have like health conditions or whatever but the fact that five people collapsed across this thing but i have to say when it did happen again they seemed to be a lot more on it but it was just a bit like it was a bit upsetting and it i can't bounce back very quickly from those things I just be like, oh I'll carry on watching the concert now i'm mm. I, i'm a bit like oh god are they okay like I'm trying to look up to see if they're, you know, all right. And obviously, I'm sure they were all okay. I didn't hear, like, ambulances or whatever. But it's just a bit worrying and that they, they didn't seem prepared. And so, mm. um, you know, I'm not proud that I was, like, yelling. But I did just feel a bit, like, it was, cross. The situation called for it, though. That's I, I, yeah, one thing I, I don't so. understand at concerts, why they're so stingy. Because some a lot of the concerts I've been to, they will be at the front handing out bottles of water because they don't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. Which is what you should yeah. do, but exactly. No. When you don't do it, this is what's going to happen, and it's a mess. Yeah. Like um, it happened at MIK, but that wasn't up to the staff. So that was just people going crazy, and then the act not cooperating. It was during Doki's, really Doki set. Yeah. Oh well, he people, probably encouraged it. Yeah, people were fainting. He could see them, and he just kept going and jumping up and down to like mm -hmm. get people to do. It was just like so bad, but um. You yeah. know that there, there <laughs> wasn't just... enough staff. Like there, there wasn't anywhere near enough staff there. Like that, the the next what what it, what happened all the time. Every single time after that was people were pointing. Loads of people were pointing for a good minute, and like 
after a while we were just like yelling like look here you know and then they should have I'm sorry but they should have people who are actively keeping an eye on the whole crowd not just the front Mm. the whole crowd to just like look out like actively just be kind of a bit more on it but anyway and then the really the really worrying thing was that I don't know if it was Gray or Loco I can't remember which one but when the first one happened Loco I think it was Loco he's he stopped and he was good and he stopped he completely stopped and he waited and he waited and then he said okay is everyone okay and he said please let me know you know straight away if anyone's not okay and he said can everyone take a step back and I went no don't do that don't tell an entire crowd on a sloping floor venue to take a whole step back you shouldn't be encouraging any like massive kind of movement all at once like I don't think it was a thing it didn't feel like it was like pushing forward or anything but mm. i just felt like again yeah i think it's, it wasn't i guess right maybe say. he hadn't realized it was sloping or it slipped his mind or something because that's a lot of the time what they want people to do because that's the issue is people crush towards the front and then mm. inevitably run out of air and pass out that's what was happening when i saw yeah. crush before and he was like he was the same as loco stopped and said yeah. look people need help here waited mm-hmm. very patiently gave out loads of water and then was like guys can we just calm down you know yeah. let's anyone need water now you know who needs water gave out loads and then was like okay are we all okay to start and then you know very professional and everything but if people are going to keep crushing towards the front you can't really do much about it to be honest yeah but they should sort of move crowds in sections not like the whole thing at once but anyway i just i don't know hopefully you know the venue will learn from it and like learn for next time but i have to say that i was pretty disappointed with yugiom's response to when it happened during his set he was very mm. clearly like he just felt clearly quite he he obviously panicked because he didn't know what to do mm. but um and obviously you're up there people are going to judge you on your response but he he's he basically kind of laughed and made a joke and was like let's carry on let's carry on and she was trying he was obviously worried you know it's his first tour you know I guess being a solo artist so I can understand he might worry about like losing the crowd losing momentum or whatever but he he was very much like like you know let's carry on let's carry on and everyone was a bit like not yet mate like let's just wait yeah so I was pretty disappointed with his response but anyway (laughs) so that that wasn't ideal to be honest but um Mm. but yeah so, but then Yugiom did come on and um, he was really great. Like, you know, he, he is a fantastic dancer. It was, it was so great to see him live. Um, and his voice sounded great as well. Like, he's a very, like, he's a great guy, a very talented performer. And you could tell he was just a little bit more nervous than the others. And he kept thanking them. You know, I'm so grateful to all my, like, AOMG members that, you know, they taught me so much, blah, blah, blah. So, I'm sure he's still sort of finding his feet in in that company, but he very much deserved to be there and, and it, all his set fit in really well and, and it was really great. And yeah, Running Through mm. the Rain was lovely. They had the backing dancers for that. Um, and he, yeah, he had kind of a very cool, like gentle way about him. He was wearing a weird jacket as well because I can't make out if it was just a me, but I think it was like a denim jacket that had like the print of like abs and stuff on it. <laughs> I don't know if it was actually that or if it was just the way the pattern looked, but um, I thought that was a bit like weird. Mm. Um, but yes, yeah, so yeah, ponytail was obviously grey. Everyone went nuts for that, but like the backing dancers didn't have ponytails. Or, like, oh no! Come on, yeah, one job. 
one of them did and then one of them had like little buns I was like no this is not <laughs> how can you do the you know the dance and stuff without like swishing the ponytail around but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he and um lots of people had bought there got seven light sticks as well and he commented on that and that was quite sweet um so yeah he I, I still can't quite believe that I saw like Lehigh and Yugyum. So then last of all was Simon Dominic and <laughs> he, they put him last. I was like, why did they put him last? Well, then I understood because the crowd went absolutely nuts for Simon Dominic. Like he was definitely the most popular of the night wow. by far. That's surprising. I know. Me. Yeah, me too. Like, but, but genuinely like absolutely nuts. And the fact they put him last as well must have said something. Um, but by this point, I was pretty tired and I wasn't that bothered. So I just left. <laughs> <laughs> what, in Simon Dominic's set? Yeah, I just left oh as soon as he God, started. Oh my God, the disrespect. Can you, well, this is the thing, because I was like, surely other people would do this too, right? No, but then I tr- you stayed to I the end. To get out. No, no, I tried to get out and I like went out the wrong exit and some bloke was like, where are you going, love? I was like, I'm trying to get out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, mate, you need to go out the front doors. And I went out and they were like, are you leaving? I was like, yeah, but I thought more people would be doing that. But no, no clearly not. But but no, do you know what? Like, I'd been there for like four, going on five hours at this point. Like, my back was killing me. I didn't <laughs> care about Simon Dominic. I was tired and like, I was hungry. And I was just like, oh, I've seen what I want to see. So I'm just going to go. <laughs> so Fair I just enough. left. <laughs> um, uh, we'll have to wait longer to find out how good Simon Dominic is live I guess <laughs> I saw, I heard his first well like I, w- I went to the loo like during his first song I was like oh come back out and see how I feel but he like I could hear everyone going absolutely nuts like I can't believe it he was just some to me he just sounded like some other rapper like mm. Cookie but clearly he's really popular so um, yeah <laughs> So that's it. It was really, really great experience. Obviously, there was some not so good things, but overall, it was definitely one to remember. And I'm, I'm really pleased that I, that I mm. went and got to see some of my favourites live. So yeah, that's yeah, it um, was good. Let's hope that Loco can teach Yugum how to act with decorum on stage. I know. Yeah, that would be great. It was, it was, to be honest with you, like it was really quite disappointing to see, but I have. I try and give everyone the benefit of the doubt and I'm trying to think, you know, from his point of view, he was probably just a bit... Yeah, but if that was like Kinky or Simon Dominic that had done that, you wouldn't have given them the benefit of the doubt, I don't think, in the same way. Probably not, you're right. It's because yeah, you've already got enough right. for him. But that that has like... You know, I didn't give Doki fucking benefit of the doubt when he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was... He sort of... I would I would say it came more from a place of sort of awkwardness than genuine like dis dis regard whatever. Bit of an awful brain fart to have in that situation though. It is. It very much is, and I think you know someone's sort of initial reaction to something like that sort of says a lot, doesn't it? Really, maybe Mm. he just I don't know. I'm surprised that he's not more used to dealing with that being part. That's what I was thinking. Like surely, being part of a boy group, you get that more than any of the rap guys. Yeah. (laughs) Like That's what insane fangirls crushing to the front is almost certainly going to happen at any GOT7 concert. I'm very surprised he's he, not more used to going, okay, let's stop. He basically just ignored it. It's like he just thought, let's ignore this and pretend it's not happening. La la la, I can't on. see you. <laughs> God. It was like, let's carry on. And he generally at one point turned around to DJ What's-His-Face and was like, 
let's carry on. DJ Wiggum was like, was... mate, no. <laughs> I know. So, Good yeah, on you, DJ and... Wiggum. Unsung hero. Yeah. I don't know. I was, yeah, a bit disappointed, but overall, great. And so, yeah, mm. that's that. Um, well, yeah, some overlap well, between MIK Festival and that and some not. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'll try and find some pictures of like Lehigh and um, yeah. and uh, Yugyum's outfits because they're yeah, they're a choice choice I think outfits. It's like definitely, part of being part of AOMG is you have to have some stupid outfits ready. Do you think? I reckon so. Yeah. Like, don't give Lehigh. They weren't that, that bad at MIK. To be fair, most of the outfits. Maybe it's like an on like by event type thing. Yeah, maybe, but. Oh well, I was thinking maybe do you want me to just not talk about the song this week because I've just talked far too much. <laughs> no, we can do the song. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want Fuck me to it. maybe go and come back on later if you want? I don't mind if you want to do that. It's fine either way. I'm happy to carry on, but I might be getting like tiresome. I don't know. What do we what think, do. audience? <laughs> <laughs> Put it in chat if you want tea to stay on. <laughs> Uh, nah. Says actually, nah, so maybe I nah in what way? Keep it rolling. You're good, T. There you go, T. Let's okay, carry fine. on. <laughs> we never oh, okay. tire of tea. There you go, you see. You're fine. You can you can say otherwise, though, everyone, and I will not care. I don't take <laughs> things personally, so don't worry, ever. Um, but yes, so moving on to a release from Cherry Bullet, which is mm. called POW. <laughs> <laughs> what does it stand for again? Play on the world. Which makes no sense. Yeah, here we go. So cool, like a girl, no matchy snap, but you're a man, pow, pow. Hand chung, no, no, say, check, I'm cheeking, and gum, so tight, tight. i 
Okay, why didn't you all vote to get rid of T before we had to listen to this song? <laughs> you all messed up. <laughs> and also, like, which SM group did you accidentally bring instead of Cherry Bullet? Because this ain't Cherry Bullet, surely. Uh, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. What a mess. What the hell are they doing? Mm. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Um, yes. So the reason I was like just <laughs> blanking there was because I was trying to search for the actual name of the song that I'm going to say what this reminds me of, but I call it the Cold Nuggets song, and I know that's not oh, what it is. Yeah, so I I'm, know which one you mean. <laughs> it was, so I'm trying to find what it is so I don't embarrass myself, which I've then still done. Um, <laughs> is, it, um, is it another Cherry Bullet song? Keep your head up. Yes, it yeah. is. <laughs> Yeah, so so to me, this is like a cross between Cherry Bullets, Keep Your Head Up. The backing is like Luna's Why Not? And mm. then it's like an end mix mess of a song, you know? So for, to me, it's like the three things together. Mm. Um, that, that backing sound definitely reminds me a lot of Why Not? And I do like Keep Your Head Up, and I think, I don't know what it is, I think it's a lot of the same tune, it's probably written by the same people, if it's Cherry Bullet as well, I couldn't remember who it was. Um, But yes, and just um, a mishmash of noise, and the sad thing is, if you you watch the music video now with no sound, it looks like it could be the music video for a completely different song, like this, (laughs) this could have been a completely different sounding song, and yet. You know, if you put the sound on, it's just so disappointing. Yeah, but then you have that stupid elbow move in the chorus that just like, <laughs> what even is yeah, that? Like, honestly, <laughs> who was like, yeah, that's what we want. That's the impact we're looking for. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I don't know. It, it just looks like it should have been sort of a kind of upbeat, like party-ish. Kind of well, the the outfits they've got song. and the video are giving like mid twice song. Yeah, but then the song is like 
SM monstrosity that doesn't work as a single song type thing. It's definitely a mismatch, mishmash, and you can tell that they've done that on purpose as well. Like they've gone, let's make you know, let's make one of these songs that is um, like a mishmash, yeah. you know, like other people are doing. It's like they've done it on purpose, and it. it I don't know why, because we don't like that. No, but people do. They say they do because their artists make these songs and then they have to pretend that they like them. So now that an well, underrated girl group that people don't like that much has made it, we'll see if they actually do like these types of songs or if they're just lying. <laughs> like I suspect they are. But, um, it's just a waste of a it's just a waste of a comeback because you wait for you think, oh Cherry Bullet comeback, great. Mm. And you you get excited, you're like, what are we gonna get? And then it's this, and you're like, well, now I've got to wait till the next one now. Well, particularly, that that one's a bit better. particularly as there's a decent chance this might be their last. So, wow. this can't be their last. They can't end like come this. On. Yeah, but come on, Bandit did it. So, you know, if, if they can come out with an absolute fucking stinker and then disappear, then so can Cherry Bullet, right? Hmm. I really hope not, but it's I'm not um, sure. Like, It's very depressing because Cherry Bullet have had, like, some pretty consistently great music for a long time. Yeah. But they yeah. had to break their streak and just release just the one of the worst songs, like, in a long time with this. And the funny thing with this song is, like, you're listening through it and you're like, yeah, it's a fucking mess, but it could be worse. Yeah, this chorus sucks, but it could be worse. And then it gets to that one bit where G1 starts rapping and then everything <laughs> just goes to shit so quick. Like, with that and everything after it is just horrendous. Like, mm -hmm. you think, like, yeah, this is bad, but, you know, we can suffer this and get on with it. But, it, oh, man, it's so bad when you get past that rap. Yeah. Oh, it's atrocious. Truly atrocious. It's it's really like the nail in the coffin because you're like waiting for something good and yeah the pre-chorus is is nice but by this point you're like whatever and then you're like surely let's have, get a great bridge just something and then you're mm. hit with that and you're like well it's so bad oh it's yeah, so it bad. bad and like as well you know having you know we've seen these girls perform in real life right yep. Could, I cannot imagine the sweet good, like lovely fairy girls that we know and have seen performing this what yeah i mean they have a bit of obnoxiousness in their back pocket but not this much yeah but it's just the the, the bad music yeah <laughs> that does it so yeah but anyway um there's not too much to say but obviously you know it was worth just bringing on because you know it was cherry bullet but I want to go back to, there's a part that was really reminding me of something. I don't know what it's reminding me of. Where's the part where Ewan does something? <laughs> uh, let me find it. <laughs> where the fuck does it all happen? I think it's before like, the first chorus, right? I like their hair things they've done, like little sparkly bits, and one of them had like little bows in her hair, which I thought was really sweet. Yeah, I don't know what that, that melody that um, G1 does in the weird oh, synth tone. You'll have to add the clip later. Yeah, I, I just play, it's the siren way away a bit that um, Swither keeps talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's got the It's a really familiar um, melody. I 
all right well i don't i really really don't want to talk too much longer so i'm gonna go but thank you for letting me do my little concert thing and talk about this song hopefully next week can bring a actually good song <laughs> wouldn't bet on it but uh let's hope so <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can only hope and keep positive yeah well look at it this way the show can only get better from here <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's very after true. this absolute penis song like yeah. one of the worst songs around and thanks for bringing <laughs> the it to the thing is though it's not even though is it it's not even like the worst song because that's how many like rubbishy songs there have been like it's not even when you've had oo like i don't think anything truly truly can compare to that right yeah but oo like yeah that song don't does give, really suck don't defend like, oo <laughs> no i'm not but I, i'm more like shading this because i think this might be as bad yeah oh i don't know some of the rap in this is like some of the worst rap I've ever heard. Like it's <laughs> so awful, and I think also because we were expecting good things from Cherry Bullet, and then it was mm-hmm. truly, truly awful. I know, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Let's oh, hope wow. they get another another comeback, but I wouldn't bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed because I think they've still got more to more to do. Please, just one more. Um, yeah. at least um, but yeah alright well thank you and look forward to hearing everybody else and see you soon mm-hmm. talk to you later bye next caller is the lovely bladed I'm gonna pull him in smooth this boy around here we go hello bladed hello Dickie how are you doing uh, not so great after that last one <laughs> <laughs> understandable <laughs> <laughs> He was amazing as usual, but uh, that that Cherry Bullet song, though. What a bummer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If anybody discovers what that melody is, <laughs> please let me know. <laughs> Before yeah, I become Sigma. Should, yeah, they should tell you, because you don't want to end up like Sigma. No, I do not. <laughs> I absolutely do not. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. <sighs> But let's see. Let's see if you can set me free with your pick. <laughs> I mean, I haven't even listened to this yet, so I don't even oh, know no. if it's good or not. But uh Oh no. Uh, Please not two stinkers. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if we're walking in like from hell to somewhere better. But, <laughs> um yeah, I'm here to talk about Twice's new song, Set Me Free. Yep, let's give it a try.
Okay, Bladed. What did you think of Twice's Set Me Free? Um, that was fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the best praise I think I can give it. Uh, mm. It wasn't terrible uh, after the, the last song we had to listen to, right? Yeah, definitely then, helped by going off the cherry bullet. Yeah, but it's definitely not a standout Twice song or anything like that. Mm. They've done better and they've done worse. It's you know the middle of a pack kind of. Um, yeah. Them, so. <laughs> <laughs> On it, yeah. I mean, I, I wish I could give more praise to it, but doesn't it's, it's just it. fine. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like badly written or anything. It's just like if you would put, <laughs> if you'd ask an AI to write you a song. We'd probably spit this out at you. Yeah, with you on that, 100%. Yeah, this just is like... I can't imagine someone thinking this is like the best song ever, you know? I just can't imagine anyone being like, that's my fucking song, when this comes mm-hmm. on. Yep. It's it's completely serviceable without ever being, like, interesting or particularly great. <laughs> and also, oh. good lord, Moose, you were justified voting... Short sentence after those raps. Good God, those were terrible. Yeah, that was too long. <laughs> yeah, there was like break. three different rap verses in a row, right? Mm-hmm. God, yep. who the hell thought that was a good idea? Uh, whoever wrote this song, I guess. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Fun. Yeah. yeah, I miss the days of um, Likey where the rappers would just come in and leave like almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's with a hit on something earlier, right? He put, the chorus just feels kind of lame or cynical or something. Similar feeling he got from last uh, Lindgren's last Twice title. Is this a Lindgren one? I would have bet that this was a fucking Scandinavian I song. guess it could be, yeah. Because this is like the most like, yes, it's doing the things that we're supposed to like, but it's so by the numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I, to be honest, I'd almost rather have a Cherry Bullet song than this. Because this is just so, like, nothing, you know? At least I can talk about shit with Cherry Bullet and say why this part's bad or, you know, they could have done better on this. Whereas here it's just like, yeah, it's serviceable, but fuck me, is it boring? Yeah, they should just trade next time. Just give twice a Cherry Bullet song and give Cherry Bullet a twice song. I don't know, because I don't want I don't want this from Cherry Bullet either. <laughs> like, I just yeah, I just don't I just don't want these boring ass Scandinavian produced songs that mm. could have come out anywhere at any point in history and have still been boring. Like I don't <laughs> I just don't need them. You know? <laughs> we lost Brave Sound and Sweet Tune for this. No thank you. No thank you. Yeah, I I don't know. They have so many like talented producers still in Korea. Yeah, I don't know why they're not using using them? And they keep giving these chumps fucking work. Real, <laughs> real shame. <laughs> I mean, I I guess getting that, um, you know, overseas talent is worth it. Yeah, but yeah. um, <laughs> I just I feel like I I just never enjoy these like Scandi produced songs as much as I do like the Korean produced songs. Just mm-hmm. always something massively missing. Compared to, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some absolutely atrocious Korean-produced songs, but man, there's just no flavor to any of this stuff that comes out of the Scandinavian producers. It's just so boring. Like it's competently done. The backing track sounds pretty good, but man, it's boring. The writing is just so unadventurous. It's like do something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, makes me sad. <laughs> It doesn't feel like there's a story being told here. It just, no, I don't know. This, this, you know, this sounds like um, if they had like um, you know, in a, in a movie when they have like random pop music playing in the background, then it's just like any old generic oh. shit. This would be what was playing oh, yeah. in the background of like a low budget movie. Oh wow, <laughs> that that's what it is, you know. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Oh, it's background it's filler. Very sad. It's very, very sad. I saw they they performed this on a late night show to debut it. <laughs> they were on Jimmy yeah, Fallon's did. show. Yes. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. They're getting... Pre- oh, the song's boring. And also, like, I watched that, and I don't know if it's just me, but or maybe it's just that performance, but good lord, the, um, the choreo looks so clumsy and, like, not good. From what I noticed. I don't know if anybody else saw that, but it looks really messy in that performance Mm. (laughs) which is like i'm not used to seeing that from twice like give them their due they usually put out a pretty solid performance yeah that is true i mean i guess since they signed a new contract they don't have to worry about money for a while so (laughs) yeah just like fuck it phone it in across (laughs) the board boring producer crap performance let's do it (laughs) yeah i mean they've got the tour money coming in soon true it's gonna we could probably take it easy. And then... uh, 
just ride it out until whenever JYP is done with them. Yeah, I I just wish that that wasn't how it always goes for these older groups. Uh, they the they get is, the like, bag and then they just decide they're done. <laughs> in, in terms of like JYP's girl groups, I feel like Twice is the only one that's constant enough to put out decent music. Yeah, but I feel like their like music quality has taken a big old dive recently. I know that like um talk that talk wasn't terrible or anything, but it wasn't amazing. It was it was kind of like a slightly better version of this. Where like it's fine, it's competent, but I don't get excited about it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I quite liked it when I first listened to it, but and I immediately forgot about it like, yep. a couple of weeks later. That's always how it goes with talk that talk for a lot of people, I think. Akio yeah. likes it a lot, but I don't know if anybody else really did. Yeah. It's just I kind don't. of fine you know you're not going to turn it off if it comes on but you're not going to put it on either yeah i mean i completely forgot twice had a release when i was putting together my list last year (laughs) yeah it was uh yeah that was like and then then they come to this one and this is like talk that talk except that i would turn it off if it came on (laughs) (laughs) it's true this is probably an instant skip yeah Oh, Moose and Ian both being like, I haven't liked Korean Twice songs since I Can't Stop Me. I didn't even like that one. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've really liked Twice. They, they all sound so samey to me now when, when I think about it. It's like, yep. I can't, I can't remember how some of them sound like because I would just think it sounds like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like when they had their cute um, kind of uh, formula a while back. Like, at the start of their career, all their songs kind of sounded right. fairly similar when they came out. Yeah. And I, mean, I think it was, like, with, like, Knock Knock and What Is Love and all that mm. stuff. And Yes or Yes, they all sounded kind of fairly similar. And then they evolved into doing Fancy and Feel Special, and that was peak twice, in my opinion. I'm not backing down on that point ever. That was still the best. And then they've okay. evolved That's... backwards <laughs> since then. That, that is a fair... Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they reached a peak. I, I will give them the feels was a really good song if you can avoid the lyrics. I enjoyed the feels a lot as a song. Yeah, yeah, that was fine. I think it was a lot closer to their earlier, uh, lighter, uh, more poppy stuff. Mm. The feels just felt like a really like incredibly well made song. Like everything was produced well. All of the melodies mm-hmm. hit really well. Like everything that this song doesn't do, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it felt like it, like there was a lot of parts that someone could be like could get addicted to. Whereas I can't really see one of those in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the, the problem. feels was written to be an English song first, right? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was the same in this case. True. I think. True. I oh, think I fucking! Be- I'd even I'd forgotten to even mention um uh what the I always forget the fucking name of that last one. What was it? Moon. Moonlight Sunrise? Um, Moonlight Sun, yeah, something like that. Oh, I'd forgotten about that one for a minute. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> same here. I, I didn't remember, remember that, that one. Yeah, I think I think this one is less messy than Moonlight Sunrise, but I prefer Moonlight Sunrise. Yeah, sometimes you like the edges and all the imperfections yeah, of a song, right? There's just more that I can imagine getting into with Moonlight Sunrise than this. Mm. I don't even like Moonlight Sunrise that much. I think it just shows how boring I think this song is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I really <laughs> hope they can get back to it, but I don't have too much hope. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. There's, like I said, they signed a new contract, so they'll be at it for many years to come now. Yeah, they still sell gangbusters, so they'll get plenty of comebacks. Yep, I'm going to try to go to their concert, too. Ooh, okay, okay. You're going to be funding this. Let's go. I know. I mean, it's, you know, one of once-in-a-lifetime. Yeah, you got to do it groups, if you love right? them. Yeah. I mean, any big group I would go see if they came around these parts. Even NCT? Ah, so... <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. Oh gosh! I still, I still never got to see BTS because they never ended up coming here because of the pandemic and everything. True. Yeah, I've never really been enough into BTS to fight for those tickets. <laughs> God. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. that's the thing is when, the, when a big group comes around, like I feel like I should see them, but also most of them haven't put out music I like in years. So <laughs> I always just think there's there's so much bad stuff they could play that I don't actually want to see live. And then I'm going to pay like through the nose to see all the stuff, like to, to see maybe one or two of the songs I actually like. True. So I, I tend yeah. not to bother with them. I mm. Usually I'll check what the price is and if it's like over £100, I won't bother. And if it's under £100, I might try. Oh, okay. Yeah. So people like Twice, I'm never going to get to see because they're always more expensive than that. Same with Blackpink mm. and all that stuff, but I don't think I'd be into that either yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, I saw Blackpink once. I didn't need to see them again. Fair. <laughs> it's good to tick Especially, them off your list, I guess. But yeah, yeah. I, The second time they came around, Blackpink's tickets like doubled in price from when I bought it the first time. So. Yeah. They were really expensive here as well, from what I remember when they had a tour. Because I was like, well, you know, maybe if they're like affordable, I'll go cause just to say that I have. And then they were not affordable in the slightest bit. And I was like, no, no, I'm not paying £200 to see. <laughs> no, I don't feel like that, to be honest. Maybe if it was like uh, a show with like Summer Cake, Samuel So, <laughs> like all the people I love, I would play that, pay that. But not oh, yeah. for fucking... Blackpink, where I have to then sit through Pink Venom. No, thank you. <laughs> Not interested, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Hopefully, um, twice play more of the good stuff than this when you see I them. Hope so. I, I, hope so. I will pray for you. Also, I mean, I'll pray that you can I, actually get a ticket because touts are an absolute scourge upon the earth. That that is true. Yeah. I mean, I might as well just go to Epic High's show. Yes. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do yeah. it. Cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. At least that'll be affordable. So. Yes, that's the thing. Their show is better than most of these groups, and it's like a quarter of the price. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, go for it. And um, yeah, good luck getting tickets. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. You're going to need is, it. But... <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <sighs> Fun. But yeah, I'll... um. Mm-hmm. I'll let you get cracking, Bladed. Yeah, I mean, sorry for this mess, but <laughs> that's what we have to live with now, right? It's fine. It's not your fault that they didn't make an amazing song. I mean, I was hoping for one, really. You weren't to know. <laughs> as far as I know, you're not credited on this song, so... <laughs> Nothing I mean, to worry about. if they about. pay well enough, they can put my name on it. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll take the royalties, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes thank you bladed thank you for calling in yeah a great show as always diggy i'll uh, see you in the next one yeah talk to you later buddy okay see ya okay our next caller is the wonderful ian bringing 
you know, he's he's basically single-handedly carrying the flag for boy groups at this point. So uh, <laughs> let's get him on before this becomes like too girl-focused. I can't bring him in though because he's calling on goddamn mobiles. So he's going to sound like shit. Enjoy. Hello, Ian. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Good. Did D D earlier. I'm home for spring break, so I'm at least having a little time to relax. Nice. Um, nice. I'm back to horrid sound quality because I didn't bring my stuff with me. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, I uh, I've been playing a lot of Football Manager. Oh, um, okay. My my team is in the Champions League final now in the <laughs> DFB Pokal final. Um, and maybe I'll win the Bundesliga again, but right. uh, that's going to be more of a struggle. So, <laughs> Have you um, heard the, um, the football-related news from the UK lately? <laughs> I've heard that there's been some mess, but I haven't been paying too much attention. Oh, it's been such a mess. <laughs> so, um, I don't know why I'm doing this on a K-pop podcast, but here we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, there's a, there's a TV show called Match of the Day, which is on publicly funded bbc mm-hmm. and um it's like basically kind of at like half 10 usually on a saturday and a sunday mm-hmm. they'll go through uh highlights of the premier league games from that day with uh commentators yeah. and pundits and gary lineker is the guy who hosts it former england international mm-hmm. player and um he's very well liked and uh, everyone loves that he hosts it and uh, recently he posted on twitter opposing this really awful um, policy that our government are implementing to try and send back asylum seekers who would come in via boats. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, some yeah, of the, yeah. Some yeah. of the language that they've been using for this is, like, awful. <laughs> and so he yeah. was on Twitter and pointed out some of the language they're using sounds a lot like 1930s Germany, which it does. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so he said that, and then because he's on the BBC, he's they're supposed to be impartial because they're a publicly funded broadcaster. Yeah. But he's on Twitter, not on the show, but they still pulled him from the show and said, no, you can't do it until you apologize. And he said, well, I'm not going to apologize. I meant what I said. And so um, all of his colleagues who are the pundits and commentators have all said, we're not fucking working until you reinstate him. (laughs) So So now I watched the rest of the day yesterday and it was literally, they cut it down. It's usually like an hour or more. And they mm-hmm. cut it down to 20 minutes, and there was no presenter, no intro theme, no commentators, no pundits, just uncommentated <laughs> highlights of the games. <laughs> absolute fucking state of it, mate. It's an absolute that mess. Is, and they're doing the same tonight. Really funny, though. No, no, anything. No, it's going to be 15 you think minutes. They'd like find someone. Oh. You think they'd like get Piers Morgan to do it, or someone at least, right? Like, yeah, but if they if they choose anyone to do it, then they're basically like, you know, they're endorsing this fucking shitty government, and no one wants to do it because our government's an absolute travesty. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, well, it's a fucking mess until they just get on with it and let him do his job. It's gonna be shit. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm not surprised that uh, it is only a mess. Hmm. Yeah. So those of us who love about. Match of the Day usually, I watch it every week, are having a bit yeah. of a shit week this week. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not no, the show that we're used why. to. 
yeah, if you replace it with just a silent clips, that, it's that's so, so not... bizarre. Yeah, that's like when I watch um, Bundesliga Two sometimes on ESPN Plus here, and the commentary isn't working for whatever <laughs> reason, and I'm like I'll watch it. It's just like Weird. bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> you like just hear the stadium and you're like okay, i'm not like mad at it it's just like uh okay. it, like it really shows the kind of shortcomings of tv coverage though because um the way they film it like there's times when you know someone will cross it in and someone will have a glancing header and you won't quite see the contact and you're like mm-hmm. who the fuck headed that <laughs> like, like, yeah and you can't tell because no one's on the commentary who's in the stadium and can see it telling mm-hmm. you so you're just like i don't know what happened there <laughs> it's it's yeah. such a mess but yeah that'll yep. be me again tonight probably yeah sounds sounds about how it is right mm. and so nobody's been fired yet somehow amazing yeah yeah well this is going to be i'm going to do a transition here because i have one it's horrible <laughs> it's it. horrible um but speaking of athletic activity this is a group that was formed on a show that was a survival show that featured athletic activity as being like a key thing of like rather than like produce or whatever show you have. Um, wow. So unconventional. Um, this is such a bad transition. I thought it was going to go. <laughs> this is the most niche transition the in the world. So it's not helping me. Um, but I also just realized that this week. So. We'll talk about it later. Um, but it's a group that I've mentioned quite a few times and was on both of our top tens last year, which is a rarity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... Um, I don't know if I should pronounce it with the Korean, because the Korean's like... No, that's bad. Tan. Tan. Warner. I'm going to say it that way, because that makes a lot more sense than whatever is going on in that humble. Because why is it so many syllables. Anyway, oh, it's their... It, what it is, is they want you to say T-A-N. Oh, okay. That would make more sense. Okay, then T-A-N. Fine. Um, I'll say it's T-A-N's um, first anniversary song, um, Fix You. Mm. Forever. 
들으면 포기하는 것이 우림 너라면 설레임에 오늘도 내일도 매일 Yes, break it, but you choose me and I fix you, love with you 거짓파도에 잠겨져 잡은 손 놓지 않아 We might be young forever Oh, oh 너라는 존재가 나에겐 언제나 선물 같아 Sing for you 널 향해 있어 수백 개의 헬라 We don't need any more water music, water sounds. So, uh, how was? <laughs> I'm not going to say tan. It's tan. Come on, how was tan's yeah. fix you? For you, um, I I thought it was pretty good. Um, I think that for a well, okay, they had one really bad song, um, <laughs> but I think in general they've had a really solidly good output, um. Which to have, let's see, do do do, beautiful lie, and then this song. So having three of their four titles be good, I feel like is very rare <laughs> for a new boy group. Um, so you know, I'm continuing to be uh, happy to see the stuff that they put out, um, and I like the way that the song sounds overall. It's like not the best song ever, but um, I know you didn't like it all that much. Yeah, I just I just think it's like the better version of Twice where it's like there's nothing wrong with it, it's totally serviceable. But it doesn't get me excited in any way. I I get that. I think it, it the thing that I like about it is it it has this like sat like this feel of like there's a certain and I can't think of one off the top of my head because the example to give I don't think is actually all that on the spot of what I'm thinking of. Um, it's a certain, like, full sounding, like, this sound of song is the sound of song that I think boy groups are doing, like, four or five years ago, maybe. Um, like, the one that I think of, and this isn't going to help anyone, because no one's going to know the song, is Tracing's Missing You, which no one is going to know, so it's useless you know information. Let's do a live edit in that I usually have to do, because I okay. don't know this fucking song <laughs> I'm not sure it's actually the song I'm thinking of, but I think it's just missing. Similar. 
Looks like Tracy Maybe it's missing. missing. I don't know. Let's try this. Um, it, I'll recognize the music video or the song once it starts playing. I'll have to mute myself. Yeah, go for it. Oh, there's I MV bullshit. The right Come on. Get into the just song, skip, just man. Skip. Find the chorus. Rappy, rappy, rappy. Yeah, it's really similar. <laughs> right, it fits some of the same vibe, I feel like. Yeah, this is way more sparse, though, in these verses, at least. Yeah, even, I even the, the percussion the is quite similar. Yeah. Well, but I, I think this song is like a representation of the vibe that I'm talking about. I'll probably think of more at some it's point, or I won't, and it'll come on my playlist. It's like uh, synthy, almost EDM. Yeah, but like not actually EDM, because I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, post-Tropical like House. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would put it too, there's some Sweet Tooth songs from about this time that sound similar, some of the Target songs, uh, I think, they're a little bit slower sounding. Um, mm. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to give uh, Tracy my airtime, because they got... None. Whenever we talk about companies being bad, no one is TS. And that's yeah. just the standard we have to all agree on, and then we can talk about companies being bad. Yeah, TS <laughs> confirmed the GOAT at, at, at just mistreating the fuck well, out of their acts. Because they literally abused those children, Tracy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like actually. Court of Law agreed, um, right, that they mistreated those I think kids. so, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because um, they got their contracts annulled and everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I see what she's saying. It's like, it's like, sad and wistful without being emo and it has a beat to it. It's like, it's like if you mixed, like, that type of stuff with some of the ballad like, slower song, sentimental song vibes, um, but it's still a pop song very clearly and still has the synth and stuff. To me, it's um, like um, it's like if Vix's Eternity didn't go as hard as it did. That's like my <laughs> see what an you analogy. Mean. You know what I, I do, mean, right? I do see what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit of a different, like it's a bit more wistful, I think, than Eternity. Yeah, um, Eternity's like the dancey version of this. Yeah, yeah, I do really see that actually. Like, but I really you know what? we're I doing do another like live edit in. Here we go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this saves me. This saves me work in the edit. Come on, I gotta do it. Because <laughs> people might not have heard Vix's Eternity. Um, I think Vix's Eternity is... It's a very good song. I think it's one of the weaker songs from this time period, but... Uh, yeah, but look what it was up against. <laughs>
But yeah, that's Vix's Eternity. It's like the dancey version of this feel of yeah. Thing. No, I, I I totally see what you mean. Mm. Um, yeah, I I think that's a good comparison. Those couple of songs we, you know, live edited edited <laughs> and if I can talk. Um, but yeah, I this song, I, if I'll compare it to the two we listened to, I think Attorney's a better song because mm-hmm. it just is. Um, I'd say. I like the chorus better on the tracing song. I think this song might be overall a better song than the tracing song. Yeah. Um, you know what? The tracing I song is this song sparks. kept reminding me of one um, uh, Dak B song as well. Let me... It's oh! Like, okay. Play <laughs> it's like not a strong resemblance, but it kind I, of I think I know me. the song you're talking about. Is it called Still, maybe? I think so. I don't remember. Let me look it up. It's the one that Akio likes with like, a really good guitar riff. And it's kind of like a black and white music video, I think. It's I'm thinking um, of the same one. It's this one. At one part, it has like a really similar chord change. I kept thinking of this riff. <laughs> this is the most random call ever with all of these, like extra songs we're playing, but whatever. But yeah, that's that's the one it kept reminding me of a little bit. It's not like a really strong resemblance. Yeah, but there's I mean, I like see there's why. similarities. There are some similarities. I think yeah. it's because this song yeah. is kind of like the chords are fairly similar, and it's also using guitar quite a lot. Mm-hmm. But another yeah, good song, so- another good recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Three recommendations. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I will say so with this song, I. I think their voices sound good, and I think that's a big plus that Tom, Tam, whatever we're calling them, have had compared to a lot of other boy groups. They're not those super kind of generic fourth-gen sounding voices that don't have much... Like, it's not necessarily the kind of voices that I gravitate towards, but they do at least have some sort of oomph uh, to them. I, I would argue with that, because I think these guys have sweet-tune voices. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sweet, but sweet tune voices aren't fourth gen voices. No, they're not. But I, I, you said they're not the kind of ones that you tend to gravitate towards, and I think they are. Like not as like I, powerfully I operatic tenor as yours usually are. But I, I, I see what you mean. I, I like them as a group. I think, but there isn't like, like when I talk about vocalists, I like. I mean specifically like Wu Hyun, mm. Dae Hyun from BAP, um, Bo Hyun from Speaker. Juani from Uptension. Like, I mean, specific people. I yeah. do get what you mean overall, though. Like, yeah, they're, they're they, like they, the, the way that <laughs> Sweet Chino always make their guys sound no matter how good they are at singing or not. 
Whereas uh, <laughs> people like Wu Hyun and um, and Huani, you listen to them and you're like, okay, yeah, that guy's fucking amazing, and like no one, yeah, can and their voice imitate comes that through. voice, I, yeah. No, I I see what I see what you mean. It, it's like it's like the way that like Romeo could kind of have sounded or TST yeah. or Target. yeah, very very much like, those kind of groups, like the the not as strong vocally sweet tune groups. Yeah, I agree. The Actually, crowd that vocals makes sense. always sound like they can sing really well. And that's what these guys sound mm-hmm. like to me. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And I think based on who's in this group, that makes sense too. Because mm-hmm. um, again, it was formed with a very odd show. <laughs> um, I forgot that the show existed. And I forgot that they... I didn't even realize they were formed on this show until I saw a dude I recognized from Produce. Because oh. I followed their Twitter account recently. And I saw <laughs> a dude from Produce and I'm like, Sunhyuk is in this group? What? <laughs> and it led me down a little bit of research and that they were formed on that oh was it like jungle time or something <laughs> like some really like some really dumb name show what a name for a show extreme debut wild idol that's what the show is called <laughs> it's even better <laughs> oh my god um, this sounds like it's I, like survivor <laughs> yeah well it basically was it like they had to do strength challenges in oh addition to wow survival show and stuff what the um, fuck? I'm kind of curious to watch the show because I assume it would be really amusing. <laughs> Maybe for the sounds like reasons, it would be. But, um, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I I'm happy that they've been doing stuff, excluding their one. What was it? Louder, their atrocious title. <laughs> um, that that is decently well produced. Um, I think the I like the melodies in the song. I like the wistfulness to it. Um. I have one big complaint, though, and mm-hmm. it's a complaint that we tend to not share in oh, music, okay. actually. Um, and it's a... Oh, my computer is like... The K-pop profiles website freaks out my computer. <laughs> Let me close that tab. Um, and it's it's a problem that I actually had in Do-Do-Do as well, but the rest of the song was good enough that I could ignore it. It is the thumping bass. Oh, um, okay. And... Particularly in the chorus, because it comes to the front a bit more, it bothers me. Um, I really don't like the one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four on the four, floor, Eurobeat, pumping. Bass. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Like, I can get by it in a lot of songs, um, but it, it was the Doo 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 had it, um, and this song has it really prominently. And it's just like, like I'd much rather not. I thought that like, was one of the strengths of Do-Do-Do-Do, to be honest. Well, Do-Do-Do, it worked more because it fit. Like, the bass was also doing other stuff, too, at the same time. Mm. Um, and they dropped it out at parts as well to kind of give you a contrast. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like it's going this whole song either, but it feels like, particularly because it's going through the chorus as much as it does, it gets on my nerves a little bit. So it's not like my... Um, it's not one of my favorite things that songs do, and a lot of K-pop songs do it. So it's not like unique to them or unique to anything. Yeah. Um, so uh, I know you liked that do do, which like it didn't bother me as much, but it does at the same time a little bit. <laughs> to um, be fair, I partly liked just, it in do 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 because it just made it sound hilarious on on dumb headphones like <laughs> the ones I've got. <laughs> well, because you said the bass on that song's intense, right? It's like, really like probably way more bassy than it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> that song is extremely bassy. <laughs> Although I will say, a lot of K-pop songs aren't very bassy. 
Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. Uh, um, these these days, most of them are, though, to be fair. Well, but I don't listen to the songs that tend to be, because I... I think that's just across the board, though. Like, a lot of songs are now. Like, even even that well, yeah. song we had a minute ago, that was that was pretty bassy for, for what it yeah. is. Well, maybe it's just not the songs that I'm normally listening to loud enough in my car that I notice, because yeah. I don't like them as much, usually. Um, but it can make me like a song a lot less once I notice it. Um, <laughs> so, like, I've heard this from the beginning, so it's like, whatever. Um, but I'm trying to think of... I had a song that popped into mind that I think does it. Oh, a couple of the early one songs. I like <laughs> a lot less than I used to, because they do it. Okay. And it just gets to me a little bit. Um, I think... I can't remember who I've talked to to about this before. I think it's Akio. I'm not entirely sure. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I still really like this song. Um, it's probably tied for best boy group song that came out this year with the 17 uh, subunit one. Mm. Um, I think I like that one a lot more. That's fair. I I also had that song haunt me in my dreams <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Like, I'm not kidding. I was trying to sleep, and for three hours, the chorus of that song Harding. was playing. <laughs> And it just, that's going to hurt the song a little bit, even though it's not its fault. And it will all recover eventually. But Fair enough. Um, <laughs> it's just like, it was better than when it happened with Anti-Fragile, oh, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it still wasn't a pleasant experience when you want to sleep and you just have 17 yelling at you in your head. God, that used um, to happen to me years ago. Thankfully, it hasn't for a long time now. Yeah, well, I don't know. Usually it doesn't happen to me that often, but it's happened a couple of times in the last couple of months, which is unfortunate. Mm. Um, oh, I should I yeah, should mention I... on this song, uh, yeah, we've go got ahead. a new contender for the um, coming for the Paradise Diner's crown, uh, which is this fucking aircraft carrier that they all like <laughs> stand outside now. <laughs> Let me find the text on it because it's it's got some stupid ass name. This red button sky thing. This fucking hanger is showing up more and more <laughs> often. I don't know. I can't remember which MVs it's been in, but it, it's been in several recently. I'm fairly certain, <laughs> and it's it's starting to like become I a bit of an issue. That. You know this this stupid ass place. Yeah, with raw and cold on the spend, side. <laughs> spend tens of millions of dollars and go film in the Philippines and rent a yacht like BAP did for one shot. That's the solution. There you go. That's it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, uh, one shot is like an all-time great MV, so maybe it was worth it. it uh, yeah. It, I mean, I would say it was. Um, but, you know. Um, and I just think, you know, find a different hangar. <laughs> I'm seeing <laughs> the same to, one, or, and or it's framed the same. Angle. It's framed the same every yeah. time. That's what I think is getting me. You know that building that's abandoned in the middle of nowhere, the circle one? That the the so one that was in Eclipse in? and all of that stuff. Yeah, and was in Very, Very Trigger. Yeah. I think in a Luna song also. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. It, it shows up and you're like, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Have we not found a different like, building by now? Drone shots. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, also this set, this white one with the stairs specifically was in Uptension's Your Gravity. I mm. swear by it. <laughs> But they just had more stairs. Mm. Yep, Stray Kids Elevator was in that circle building. Um, and also that abandoned pool. I'm that was in Case sure, um, Knock. I think 
Monster X's stock was in that same place as well, just it was upper floor. <laughs> it might have been, yeah. Yeah, so it's just... Yeah, it was those common million. music video sets are just funny. Um, mm. I do think Gox have used it too, Akio. So, yeah, like the song, there's some... The music video is... I mean, it's music video. Yeah. These like shots dancing on the it's beach aren't so, so bad. Yeah, there's just like there's nothing going on in this music video. At least they're like dancing. Yeah, I appreciate that they're dancing on the beach too. Like we don't get that very often. What was the last time that Melody Gay song? Oh yeah, way way right? like a long time ago. That's the last one. That's the only one I can think of that is a shot of them dancing. Oh, uh, hang on, like no, that. no, no, Busters, Busters. I'm forgetting that music video. That but, tropical uh, romance like... was it? I remember. Okay, I think Snoopers U equals heaven. They also dance on the beach, but that was also ages ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. tropical romance. What was the stupid line from that that we kept laughing about? I can't even remember. Uh, I'm sure Swither will I have it in his memory bank because he's clearly a, like a Buster's super fan now. But yeah, I hope this group is permanent. Um, I tried to find out and I wasn't sure. They call them a project group, mm. but also I think they're sign. permanent. I know, but like, there's no sign that they have like a set window. Like, yeah, but so I'm then don't call them a project group because that's what that signifies. I know, but like, who who are these people gonna go back to? Like, yeah, where? True. What? Like, Sunhyup had group. been unemployed since Produce. Produce was six years ago. Jesus. Right? Right? Wasn't it six years ago? Produce? Was it that long like, ago? it was 2017, wasn't it? Or was it 2019? No, it was 20. It was 2017 because I was in algebra. I wasn't in calculus. <laughs> <laughs> so it had to have been 2017. Mm. So it's been six. And and yeah, and Seun debuted six years ago. We're so old. Or five, six, six. Um, but yeah, let's hope so. Uh, permanent because they make better just, music than most boy groups. Yeah, and uh, speaking of better music than most boy groups, I think that's a good transition to your next caller. So we don't need to ramble. Okay, then. So, unless you have something else you want to say about this, but I think we're kind of rambling off to... No, off no. The Works for me. Speaking That's of the fine pool. with me. We're just, we've been going off on, like, 17 other different songs, so it's probably best we end. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, so, yeah. Well, good chatting with you, as always. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Yeah. I I have no clue if you're going to like the next song. I don't know if you've listened to it. You probably will. I think I have but, listened to oh, it. Well. But, yeah, we'll... um. We'll move on to that one, I guess. So thanks for calling in, Ian. Okay. Talk of to course. you later, buddy. Yep, talk to you later. Next caller, as Ian was so suavely transitioning to, is uh, is bringing another boy group, and it's the lovely Akio Sushi. I'm going to go ahead and pull her in and see if everything breaks like it usually does. But let's see. Hello, Akio. Did it work? I hope it worked. Oh, yay, it worked. She's here. Oh, it does? Wow. Oh my god. Wow. I think it just takes a long time to connect, maybe. Okay. Alright, cool, cool, cool. I, I'm honestly surprised. So, Same. This is the first time I've actually been in an on-air like, room since like <laughs> even before you started this show, so. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, it worked somehow, so we'll take it. How are you oh doing, Akio? I'm doing good. Um, I've been doing a little bit of traveling, but um, yeah, I'm just visiting some family, so 
yeah, mm. chilling, doing well. Um, had some technical difficulties in my life. Um, Ooh, my water, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my water heater broke down. Um, so I didn't have hot water for like four days. Mm. And uh, yeah, but it's fixed now. Especially now, <laughs> it fixed like I think I fixed it like a day or two before I actually left, which is funny. But it's okay. Um, we're good. I have hot water again. Excellent. Um, we hilariously killed some more Pokemon on our Nuzlocke. <laughs> <laughs> As we do. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck it. Let me yeah. get the document up and see who's died. <laughs> Can't even remember. <laughs> we killed Lemon on a really stupid... Oh, yeah. Oh, like, that was the best death ever. It was so good. <laughs> it was a very heroic death. <laughs> oh, it was incredible. It was entirely my fault because I egged Akio on. <laughs> so let me let me find what I wrote because I think I summed it up in that. Yeah. So <laughs> so Lemon was uh, was a Bibarel and uh, she died to Destiny Bond from a Giratina because I dared Akio to kill it with Rollout. <laughs> oh, what incredible death! <laughs> Just actually amazing. We were both like dying laughing when it happened. I was like tearing up. It was so funny. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, rollout is a move that gets stronger with each use, but basically once you choose it, you're like locked into that move for five turns. Mm. <laughs> so um yeah. <laughs> and Destiny Bond is a move fun. where if the Pokemon uses it and then you kill that Pokemon, your Pokemon dies. So that's how it all worked out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. We were like, come on, oh, killing yeah. a killing like a legendary Pokemon with this shitty little beaver rolling into it as a rock. It's just too funny not to do it. <laughs> and then it got her killed. We <laughs> <laughs> almost got away with it, but yeah. I yeah. realized I had Destiny. Oh, and, okay. and we have two additions to the squad since this is becoming like a regular segment now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we have a parasect and a primate that we call Gator Nation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we have a Tornadus and a Hypno, which we call Benji 2.0. So Benji is back in the squad. Yes, he's back. He's back. God. Yeah, there's a few people we have to replace eventually, but um, yeah, we're doing okay. We're doing. <laughs> yeah, things are going relatively okay. So uh, hopefully they continue to do so, and hopefully, like, we don't have any more IRL technical difficulties for you because that was a bit much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I we'll mean, keep them to just this show, preferably. Yeah, hopefully, just not not real life technical difficulties. Um, hopefully, you know, my life is incredibly groovy. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I, I do know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully your next water heater doesn't vroom skirt itself to oblivion. <laughs> Gosh. Um, yeah, that's the thing for our transition for the song that I'm bringing on today, which is Gravity's uh, Groovy. Yes, let's do it. Let's play it. Groovy time. Everybody say, tripping, tripping, tripping for fun, tripping, tripping on 
Never gonna stop in the big bang. Not a cool man and chat a toy, you go leap back. No one I grew, but you lay back. Back, back, no idea, do good look at bad, yeah, chillin'. Yucky tapy daddy, or the booby trapping. Trippin', trippin' for fun, trippin', trippin' all night long. Check up in it and like it. Zero on your game and diving. Like a spotlight. Not a shadow, jam the moving. Like a fun. Put some nice on the feeling. Oh, so badly, I need you closer. Make it bad, your cash it on. Just a one-man guy, jump in all the Okay, um, I would transition, but I now have to update Swither on uh, the progress of him being dead and now reborn in the Pokemon run, so here we go. Uh, <laughs> so Swither, at first you were a Hariyama and a Basculin, and then you got killed in your first battle by a level 2 Hitmonchan. So, uh, so we had to Ow. reborn you, uh, and you were reborn as a Caterpie and a Mega Venusaur. <laughs> so... So there you go. Mixed bag, but you know. Honestly, the Venusaur is like one of the most clutch for me. So. Mm. And the Caterpie is just, absolute dog shit for me. But there I, you go. I just have to be possibly terrified that Vicky's version of you will die, which means you oh, will yeah. die too. You're a butterfree now, you know. so you're a beautiful butterfly, but you will die to like basically anything. So at and some point you will be killed. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, how groovy was this fucking song for you? Since I was supposed to be transitioning to that instead of talking about Pokemon again. No, you're good, you're good. Um <laughs> I have the song actually. Um, but you know, that's not really a big surprise since I brought on seventeen last time I was here, so 
Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm just needing boy groups to be fun again. Um, and I guess there are people that are actually delivering, so that's good. Um, so yeah, I just really enjoyed it. Um, not like that it was very, like, I think if you, in the grand scheme of groovy and good, like upbeat boy group songs, it probably is like more middle of the pack. It's like fine. But you just don't get this kind of song that much anymore. So I'm like, I just, I just need it. <laughs> mm. um, it was nice, uh, very smooth. Um, I think they did a good job of like an upbeat song that isn't like a child song, I guess. Does that make sense? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um, yeah. And another thing I liked is um, it's actually more rare nowadays, at least from what I think, from what I remember what I've been listening to. To have a dance break that is purely a dance break that isn't like a totally different like part of the song. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's part of the song still. It's not a completely different, like, I don't know, like trap breakdown. I don't know. Yeah. That has some like rap or some random like talking over it. Uh it's just a pure like dance break. So I was like, oh, this is like very nice. Like yeah. Overall, I don't know. It just has a pretty like joyful vibe. So I'm just kind of like, okay, you know, like who knew? Like I don't even know. Was it last year, <laughs> two years ago, that they were just room skirting away, and now oh, yeah, we're, baby. we're we're in here. Like I'm okay for both because you know one is so bad it's good. This one's just like you know good. So <laughs> I don't know. This one eighty is very interesting to me. Um, but I am glad that like not all boy groups, or I guess some boy groups, are trying to like kind of pivot to different styles because it's. It has been kind of a hard year for boy groups, at least for me, to be like, oh yeah, like I like that song. So, um, mm. so yeah, I don't think that it's like a huge, like revolution or anything like that. But just in the grand scheme of what's been released, uh, yeah, I'm going to support this. So, <laughs> oh yeah, what uh, about you? Uh, yeah, I think, I think these songs are getting majorly helped by everyone being like, you know, in the desert begging for that last drop of water that is funky boy uh, group songs yeah. uh, <laughs> where like if this type of song was more common this would not register a blip for like basically anyone i don't yeah. think it's no <sighs> i just don't think it's that great i think their vocals are like meh at best and it has some of those like production sensibilities that i fucking hate on boy group songs that they just all do now it reminds me a bit of TXT in that respect. I don't think this is that far off of being that Sugar Rush Ride song. Just it doesn't have oh, as bad of a chorus. I think the verses are actually pretty damn similar to Sugar Rush Ride. Mm, that. And then the chorus is like, yes, it's better than Sugar Rush Ride because most things are, but like, it just does not deliver for me. It's... It stays on the same note for too long. It feels like it should keep going and doing more interesting stuff, and it just doesn't. Like, the first part okay. is fine with the going crazy for you bit, and then it goes on to the boring bit afterwards, where they just say keeping it, keeping it grooving for ages, and it's really dull, and it stays like um. at the same level, and I don't want it. <laughs> I want that part to go crazy and like do some cool vocal shit, and it just doesn't. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You would need like more strong vocalists, I think, for that. But but yes, I agree with you. It's like mm. this is a pretty generic. Like I think if you go back in time, like I don't know, 
when whenever was this like big? I don't know. Was five years? I don't even know. Seven years ago? I don't even know. <laughs> a long Back time ago. When this, was, when this was bigger, this would be very generic. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. it kind of still is. There's a lot of like those, even the choices of like the the like different instrumentals, like the funk guitar, whatever. It's like, oh, I've definitely heard this before in like X Y Z song. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's yeah, I think the issue as well for me is that whenever you do any kind of cheerful boy group song, they always dig out these same guitars on all of them, yeah. and like, yes, they're there for a reason because they work, but also, God, I'm getting bored of them. <laughs> like every time there's a happy boy group song, it's the same like staccato guitars that you don't need, and like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just I just want it to be better. I just. I think I'm just also like a bit pissed off with how bad boy group vocals have become in comparison to what they used mm-hmm. to be because I can mm-hmm, hear mm-hmm. a much much better version of this song like in my head that like a group from back in the day could have done. Yeah. And I just yeah, I think it they prioritized the like plastic fantastic faces too much and not the vocals enough. It's a bit. Yeah. I know that's brutal to say, but I'm so bored of like all of these unrealistic-looking guys that can't fucking sing. <laughs> I'm just bored of it. <laughs> I just want better, you know. I I don't want to like I I keep harping on this point that it's because we don't get this stuff anymore that everyone loves it, but like things like this and very very tap tap just make me realize that you know yearning for something is very powerful. And that's why, you know, Ian likes Tap Tap and everybody likes this. And I'm just bored of it. <laughs> like, I, I need the, the thing that I want to actually be good when it comes back, rather than going, well, you know, you got a happy song. Like, it's not enough for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm waiting that's for better. In the, same way, in the same way that if my beloved Bubble Junk came back and was shit, I wouldn't be like, well, it's Bubble Junk. It's great, you know? Mm-hmm. I yeah, just, no, that's totally fair. That's one better. I just need to pick me up, but yes, yeah, the quality could be better for sure. So yeah, I don't think I this is like atrocious to... or anything. I just don't think it's got the wow factor. No, no, it's again. I think it's the same thing that's been we've been saying for these other songs besides the Cherry Bullet one of just being like it was like a seven or a six, but I needed it to be like a ten, you mm. know, <laughs> like a nine at least. So I'm like, yeah, let me. Yeah. I think we've just um, had much, much I, stronger songs recently than this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I mean, I was very close to bringing... The funny thing is, I was actually really close to bringing uh, Edmix, which is funny, because like, <laughs> the issue with boy groups nowadays is, like... I kind of agree with you. I feel like a lot of the voices for boy groups recently sound very same-samey. Yeah. Um, whereas boy groups, the issue is there are some really good vocalists but sometimes the songs don't like use that full potential of the voices, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's my issue with them. Like, I, I yo, think just in general, also it's, it's, like even even the good vocalists don't have such interesting tones anymore, in my opinion. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. I at least for me, from what from the girl groups that I've heard, like at least from what I'm thinking of, like uh, Purple Kiss and oh no, girl groups, um, absolutely. I mean, I'm talking just about boy groups. Oh, okay. I think. Okay. Yes, for boy groups, I would say there isn't really stand out like people that they used to be, like compared to like third gen, second gen, etc. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, just, no, I, I can't think of any boy groups that have anyone that can hold a candle to someone like a Wu Hyun or like a yeah. 
who else would I say? Any, basically most of the EXO guys, or like, you know, anyone yeah. from like can... SM back in the day, really, BAP, yeah. like most of these groups could blow anyone out of the water now. That's true. I don't even know. See, the thing is, is like, I never was into their music because, well, it's NCT, but I hear, do hear that NCT's vocalists are very good. It's just that I just haven't, like... Yeah, NCT, I really... like, I don't love their voices, but they have particular voices, the guys in NCT. So I'm kind of like, I'll give them a pass, because, like, yeah, it doesn't work for me, but I can understand why it would work for you. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, a lot so of them just have I... these really forgettable. Like when I think of these super forgettable tones, apologies, but I just think of the boys because all of their guys have the same oh. nothing tone. All of them sound the same, and it's really boring. Oh, I can see that actually. And that's that's the tone that I think of when I'm thinking of like nothing male vocals, and that's what most of them sound like now. That's why people like like although I didn't love the song, Tan have more interesting voices at least. But mm -hmm. yeah, I just I can see that. I'm I'm wishing for better, I think, in general. We should we should want better. We should want better. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I am just in the desert of fun boy group music. So <laughs> it's very true. The only thing that's gonna get us out of this is if B2B make a fun song again. That's all I'm saying. Uh I don't know, what are they even doing? Oh then again then again, what is QB even doing? So I don't true. Know. Putting we on fucking boys planet. That's what they're doing. Uh, actually, yeah, I don't know. That makes me sad. But I don't know. I just think that you know a wow or a movie could get us out of this funk. That's all I'm saying. I mean, last year they had Outsider, which was like quite good. Yeah, it was a good song. I I don't think it was enough to get you out of a funk, but I think it was good. No, no. But they also don't come back as, as often. Like, they come back, like, once a year, right? Is it once a year? Yeah, oh, probably. Like um, but, yeah. What, hopefully, if slash when they come back this year, it's a nice fun song. I think they did come back, but it was, like, a ballad after Outsider. And I like, yeah, no. <laughs> and I blank their ballads from memory entirely, so I <laughs> didn't even register they come back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, so we'll see what happens with them, but, um, mm. but yeah. Uh, yes. But yeah, besides that, I can't think of any particular standout boy group vocals either. Mm. I don't know. That's not like this from the more recent boy groups. So. Yeah, even um, even the boy group or boy solo songs that I have liked recently haven't got standout vocals on. Mm. Oh, you know, the only people that have is fucking Forestella. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys shred vocals, but you know, very different to uh, most generic K-pop stuff. Yeah, it's definitely a different like field. Like they're on their own. Like they're on their own playing field. So. Yeah, very much different yeah. island. Yes, for sure, for sure. But I think that's it. I don't know if there's anything else to really discuss about these boys. I don't know much about them. Um, mm. I was trying to see if there was a movie for this, but they, I think it's just a single. So. Oh okay. But... Fair enough. Well, most of you liked it. Everybody gave it key to the city. So clearly, I'm in the wrong. But uh. I'm glad you all enjoyed it. No, 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 I mean, at least for me, the reason why it's like key to the city is because like there's just been so few key to the cities recently. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I think that's the trouble. I yeah. haven't fallen to this year yet, where I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Like, <laughs> I'm still like, no, it should be better. It should be better. 
but i totally understand why people are like no this year's been shit let me have this you know <laughs> i totally get it uh, I need to. We need to do this. So. Yeah, hopefully soon we get um, some stuff and we can start giving real key to the cities to things. Yeah, well, I the reason why I do, I will say that like I give out more key to cities and I don't give out a lot of like position on the boards mm. is for that reason. Where it's like, I like this. This is passable because I think like free to go sounds like not quite like oh I like this. It's just kind of like it's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like for me, if something's like on the positive side of that, yeah. then I'll give it to the city, and then I'll reserve my, like, number one for, like... Yeah, I really should I really should rejig this sentencing thing, really, because it doesn't really serve the right purpose at the moment, I don't think. There's, like, not enough good tiers and too many bad tiers. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, yeah. I, I, I see what you mean. I think you, you the three would have to be, like, more good than, like, than three <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know I how mean, I'd do it. I think maybe like I could maybe get rid of Night in the Cells and put Free to Go there, and then have one better good one. Yeah, I think that's that might work because then it's even both sides yeah. as well. Because I think at the moment, like I don't really want to like Night in the Cells to short sentence isn't really a very big jump. Yeah, that's true. So maybe Free to Go that's becomes true. the new number four, and we get a new good thing that's below Key to the City. That might work. Yeah, I would agree because like. Some- like it's not quite good because like key to city i think like oh my god like it's like it's amazing really good you know? also like yeah, yeah i get what i was thinking when i made this but position on the board and key to the city almost should be flipped really right i i that's when i thought when i first saw your rating system because i was like oh like he did city's like you literally own this place like here yeah, you go but then i feel like uh, position on the board was like supposed to be like oh yeah now you get to choose who goes where like you're as powerful as it gets uh, whereas key to the city's like we love it. you you can stay here type thing Oh, okay, okay. I'm okay with that too. I think the main thing, the main thing that it, I would need is just because there's like seven. I would need like three good, three variations of good, and then the four being like the most neutral one, and then the three variations of bad. That's the yeah. only thing I think I would. I think yeah, maybe I'll um, do that. If anyone has suggestions of what the other good thing should be, let me know because I'm open to suggestions. And uh, if we get like, a good one, then I'll rejig that, change it. And then I'll have to make like a separate video slash short episode that's like explaining what all the rankings are. Because at the moment, if you tune in and we're like, it's getting key to the city, you're like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> but yeah, we'll, um, we'll see what we do. We're not doing Esper Heaven. Esper Hell has its own point. Okay, Swither? Esper Hell is as bad as it gets. <laughs> like, that's it. They don't get it. I don't think I've ever given anything seven or one. Well, no, I've given a few ones out actually a few weeks ago. Mm. I think I yeah. incorrectly said if anyone was going to give anything at Esper Hell, it should be anti fragile because I don't think anti fragile is that bad after all, really. I didn't. I did not like that song, but I don't think I probably would have given a six still. Like it kind of grew on me, but then, but like it's it's just still a six. It's just like a slightly better six. Yeah. So, not my, not not for me. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's for some people. I totally, I get the song now. Like, I understand why people like it. So I'm kind of like, yeah, fair. But yeah. Um, All of that waffling aside, I should probably let you go. (laughs) (laughs) Before we just start, like, remaking the show on air, you know? (laughs) Yeah, very true. Let me shout out a few uh, songs that I'm listening to. Uh, Mm, Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... 
earlier when we were talking about Twice, I listened to their mini. Um, I feel like they actually should have chosen Got the Thrills, but maybe it's because it was too close to, like, this, this, the title sounds too close to, like, Got the Feels. I don't know. So they didn't do that, but that song, it just has a little bit more juice to it. Um, the other one I saved from Twice was Wallflower, which I think Swither also mentioned as well, too. that's good okay and then i've listened to more albums recently so i listened to i this is a random one not i don't think it's not a lot of korean on it but it is like either a korean american artist or i don't know mostly english-speaking artist called su lee yes um i listened to this yesterday as well actually this album yeah i like it a lot um it's called messy sexy and Mm. um the two songs i liked a lot were cuckoo I was like so confused when you wrecked it at first because I was like, why the hell are we getting this? And then I was like, oh, it's the I'll Just Dance Girl. And then it made what sense. That song hmm? I was like, who is the I'll Just Dance Girl? Hold on. It was the, you know, the one that um, Stephen found in Pandemic and it was like about like going insane oh. in the pandemic. It was that song. She did that and I was like, oh yeah, her. Oh, that's, it would have been wrecked to me on Spotify. So, oh, okay. yes, okay. Yeah, I was on Spotify, so I one of the her singles was on there, so I just listened to it, and then I just went to the album and listened to the whole album. So, mm. um, yeah, but yeah, good album. Um, very like atmospheric. I will say towards the end of the album, it's like changes in tone very suddenly, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> um, but both songs aren't bad either. So mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, um, cuckoo, knock knock, and I think super happy is also good too. So those sweet. Are all good. 
Yeah, and I think that's it. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll save my Rex for positivity podium with Swither because I think I got to do that in the next call. Uh, but right. there is an album wreck there, so stay it. tuned. Ooh, okay. Well, mm. never saw that one coming, the... did ya? I didn't actually. So let's go. <laughs> but yeah, get hype. Mm. I'll uh, yeah, I'll let you get going now, Akio. All right. Thanks so much. Bye. Yep. Talk to you later. All right. Last caller. Climactic caller. Ready for the most hype thing in the show, which is, of course, looking at Yuju's title from that wonderful album that we were expecting country from, because it's called Never Gonna Be The Same, and it's my boy Swither. I'm bringing him in. Here we go. What else, Swither? Uh, howdy. How you You've doing? become French? What happened? <laughs> Uh, you know, I was just thinking about the Enmix song where they do Frere Jacques, and I was just thinking... I haven't thinking, even listened to that yet. <laughs> uh, so they do that, that French children nursery rhyme or whatever, mm. and I was just thinking, God, they gotta come on with the That one goes way harder. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's just, yeah, it's a way cooler French uh, nursery rhyme. Yeah, Mark um, Ronson got that one first, though, right? So, oh, he did. Yeah, what do you do? have you never heard "Bang Bang Bang"? I think it's called from Mark Ronson and other people. <laughs> bang, let bang, me find it. Bang. Let me let me look up what bang, it actually is. Bang. Uh, where is it? I got it on his. Yeah, bang bang bang. Uh, hang on, let me find it. You know what? Fuck it. We're doing all these live edit-ins. I'll put it on. <laughs> this can't possibly go wrong. This was like a reasonably big hit in the um in the UK. Uh so I'll play this. I don't know how long this intro is, let me skip through. Here you go. I gotta keep playing it until it gets to the real attack part. It's gonna be a while. in the book while we watch the TV. Think you got us never again. First time, shame on me, second time, your time will end. Yeah, there you go. That's um, <laughs> that's the one that does do that that nursery rhyme. So, I'm sure you're happy now. I'm not happy uh, because <laughs> you know 
they kept the lyrics and sacrificed the uh, rhythm and, and melody. And that's really uh, what makes it hype. You know, <laughs> I, I think they should, re they should replace the lyrics and then just keep the, you know, like the, the quick, uh, it's, I don't know. It is a good lyric. Cause as I understand it, that just means I'm going to pluck your head. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Still, I think that, uh, you know, the, the reason why we hear these interpolations of, of kids' songs is because most of those, like, ancient-ass nursery rhymes and, like, folk songs and stuff are totally uncopyrightable, so you can just mm. interpolate them. Yeah, yeah, public domain. And oh, yeah. uh, I, I so Personally, it, I think that song bangs, so I'll let it off that it's not using the same melody. Oh, no, no, no. It's the ideal outcome where that song sounded fine. I, I'm not familiar with it. I'm surprised it, it, it was such a big hit and I, I never was exposed. Uh, it seemed nice. It's the ideal circumstance where what they're doing is fine, but it's also not stepping on what really needs to be done with that nursery rhyme. So it, 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 it's ideal. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, you know, we're not talking about NMIX today. We're talking about a much... Um, you know, much more adult, much classier uh, act than than children's interpolations. Mm. Um, we're we're talking about uh, a, really a legendary figure, someone that's struggled to get to the top, only to face uh, complications and uh, be separated from people that she became very close to, uh, and then to try to get her footing again. Um, and you know, stand up on her talents. And uh, her name is Yuju. Uh, well, that's not actually her name. I think her actual name is Yuna. But her, her stage name is Yuju of G Friend. And um, we have uh, okay. Help me out real quick. Is the word presage? Have we presaged this? Presaged this? Is that a word? What? <laughs> Okay, clearly. No uh, my, idea. My That's gone well over my head. No idea, mate. <laughs> I think there's some word like to to presage or What's like basically to, to preview. What's that? Oh, I was just asking what it was supposed to mean. Like to uh, to uh, w as in we spoke about it prior and now uh, w yeah. we're speaking about it again. Um, but you built this up as uh, something that. You know, you were waiting to see her in a big truck or something like that. Yeah, bro country uh, all the way. Based on the teaser images, which I agree were very, um, you know, down that lane. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I really think, I think you may disagree, but I really think it delivered on some of the core of that. Uh, right. so, so let's see. This is Yuju's new song without you okay let's see if it is the florida georgia line song i've been looking for here we go Shimko got it in a subogo. 
My disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. Uh, how is it for you, Swither? I'm not okay. True words never spoken. Oh, goodness. Wow. Um, well, yeah, I think we're both not okay for different reasons. But mm. uh, just in continuing the thread, you know, this has the essence of country. You know, Hank Williams. You know, Yuju is more of a of a Hank type of girl than she is. You know, uh, I don't even know who to say. Luke Combs, Travis Tritt, 
I don't even know. Um, I, was, I was hoping for something Luke Bryan or Florida Georgia Line adjacent. Didn't really happen. Hey, I'm I'm glad she took it back to the roots. <laughs> um, you know, uh, touching lyrics. Um, her her voice soars as usual. Um, beautiful, uh, but admittedly, uh, this is not the type of song that I usually go to this genre for. Mm. Um, and thankfully, she she knew that. And she delivered. Uh, there are a number of, of songs on her new mini album that are really, really exceptional. Obviously, the standout is Peach Blossom, mm. which, have you heard that one yet? Yeah, I was deliberately avoiding everything to do with Yuju this week because I thought it would be funnier if I came into this completely blind and uh, and was waiting for lift kits and F-150s and shit. Um, but I was in the listen together with T listening to stuff earlier in the week and she accidentally cued Peach Blossom and it's really good. I like it. Incredible, incredible. Really cool instrumentation choices. Yes, that little sax. My goodness, mm. at first I was like, is this a clarinet? A, a bass clarinet? Yeah, the way they play it, it's, it's kind of woodwindy. I mean, that is the type of light touch. You know, we've spoken about how much I hate sax loops in K-pop songs. And it's because they always try to play the like sax man angle of sax, where it's just like, <laughs> coming in bam, 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 <laughs> yes you know, and it, it's absolutely <laughs> terrible <laughs> i had to complete it i'm sorry <laughs> and can't bring the, up exact guy and not finish it off and then uh peach blossom <laughs> the, the, the sax on it has such light touch it's just like you know skipping around a little bit so tasteful so perfect in in the harmonic context and uh i mean it, and that's not just the highlight the rest of the song is really good mm. and you just got some great lines the chorus melody is really nice um and then whoever the guy featuring on it so sounds cool a lot. motherfucking domo oh show yeah, favorite so yeah okay. tell granger um, <laughs> and and that guy comes on sounding like Korean Mr. Worldwide, very much so. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, likably, likably enough, 
you know uh i'm not familiar so you know oh he's great we love so yeah i've definitely seen that name around for sure but i've never he makes weird shit we love weird shit respect respect yeah i mean if mr worldwide had a, a bit of a more uh you know, adventurous side, I'd be more interested. So maybe I am. Oh, you know, maybe Sokodomo's for you. Yeah, maybe I'm down for some Sokodomo. Mm. But uh, wow, that song is incredible. And then she gave us a song, Dreaming. She finally got to just let loose and flex her whistle notes, her upper register. And, you know, there's also a part where she says, um, like, please m- wake me up because it's about, you know, I'm dreaming, overthinking. <laughs> and then uh, she's, she's asking you to wake, please wake me up. But it, to me, it just, on first listen, it sounded very much like "Please Ring Me Up," and then yesterday I was in the grocery store listening to it, and I just had a perfect moment where it's like I'm waiting in a line, daydreaming. You know, <laughs> the classic, per- perhaps the classic, decisive uh, moment of you know uh, mundane adult life boredom moments, waiting in a grocery store line, um, and I was dreaming, overthinking. And then she came in and said, you know, please ring me up. <laughs> <laughs> she delivers like, it like that too. <laughs> wow. Someone is speaking for me. You know, someone is finally <laughs> saying what I want to say. Oh um, my God. So I've had a great week with you too. <laughs> God, she's so incredible. I love those God. weird conveniences when you're listening to music. They just get me every time. Like, um, I was listening uh, on Shuffle once, and I was listening to the Postal Service, Clark Gable. I grease the lens and frame the shot using a friend as my stand-in. As my stand-in. The script did call for rain, but it was clear that day, so we faked it. The marker snaps. And there's a part in that song where he goes, and then called action. And then I, I, I skipped, and then it went straight to DPR uh, Live's action. And it starts off with action. Action. And I was like, oh my God, it's too perfect. <laughs> this shouldn't yes. be happening, but it happened. 
Yes, I love accidental DJ mixes. Mm. Um, and then, you know, just classic moments with, with just, you know, rolling up somewhere that you have some feelings about and then the perfect song comes on and then ends right as you, you're turning off your vehicle, <laughs> stepping out. Uh, just, you know, classic. Mm. But, um, but yeah, so this song, we're not going to talk without you we're not going to talk that much about because yeah i got got things to say about the mv but go off oh is it the beautiful giant orb it's multiple things uh okay do you want me to do that go ahead (laughs) yeah go ahead sorry yeah so there's that there's this (laughs) this awesome moment where she's walking through the woods in this music video and then she there's a shot of her like kneeling down and it goes in on her face, and then I, she's looking into the distance, and I was like, "How perfect would it be if there was just a Ford F one fifty right now? <laughs> that would have made that my would life." Be pretty nice. But then it's just a broken guitar and a weird like light orb that comes out of the <laughs> the little like resonation hole. Uh, and what, what, you, what you don't know is that orb is actually just her levitating her diesel supply for the next <laughs> couple of years. Um, you know, you, you can't smell through the video, but that is in fact a giant levitating orb of her essentially oil reserves. Because mm. you know, when it all goes to shit, she's gonna be here with that truck. She's not. She's not flashing <laughs> yeah. the truck. She might not flash it, but she's gonna be ready. Yeah, this is ready for the next song to be uh, the ultimate bro country song. But um, apart from that, then it goes to the end of the of the music video, and I was like laughing my ass off watching it because we were just talking about overuse sets and she goes back to the eclipse circle set and i'm like oh my god <laughs> it's too yeah, perfect thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just thinking is that the same circle one it probably is yeah, yeah. it's the and, pool uh, out the front i think man respect yeah i oh. i linked in the uh in the show references chat uh video of a of someone that did a great rundown of frequently used uh locations in these music videos very i needed to see that sort of thing because i i have Mm. uh my own favorites and comments obviously they do cover the paradise diner um (laughs) and so i got to learn a little bit more your spiritual Um, home yeah but also you know just that last shot of you looking straight into the camera at the end of the music video i'll admit i was very disarmed it was an extreme uh, earnestness and uh, just a great energy. Thank you, Yuju. But yeah, um, uh, yeah, you haven't listened to the album. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, the, the last song on it is Full Circle, also pretty solid. But I would definitely say the the power ranking goes: uh, Peach Blossom, Dreaming, this Full Circle. And then 
uh, the nine years intro track, though, you know, the nine years one sounds like something that might have some heavy subject matter that I haven't really delved into. So, um, yeah, I mean, nine years for her that encompasses a pretty crucial and historical, uh, era. So maybe I should dive in and see what she was talking about. Mm. So I guess I'll just listen to dreaming if, uh, that's the only one that isn't peach blossom that's better than this. <laughs> yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, uh, but yeah, the, the three that sort of, uh, avoid, uh, ballady sleepy territory are the latter three, I believe. Yeah. Peach blossom, uh, dreaming and full circle. So oh, okay. check I'll out all, all them, three man. of those. Yeah. Sounds right. Should we parlay um, this into positivity podium? Oh, absolutely. I got a lot to be positive about. Though, yeah. though, can I start with just a little comment? Because w- this show started with a, a, a cherry bullet pow, right? After after T's beautiful Ooh, yeah. recap. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to say, when I was listening to that song, um, I, I just hit play on it before watching the music video. And I was imagining the music video. Uh, which is a, a fun exercise that I think is good to do because then you can compare, mm. you know, what were the people making the video thinking this was, this is really accessing versus what do I think? Mm. And, uh, uh, you know, they say play on the world and it's supposed to be play on the world, which, um, you know, doesn't make much sense to me, but what I definitely heard was play underworld. <laughs> and um, so then I was imagining that, I, I don't know, is this an, an American thing or do uh, McDonald's at, in, in the aisles have frequently little uh, children's play areas with a series of uh, impractical, impractical like plumbing tubes and elbows? <laughs> No. <laughs> that oh, doesn't sound really? familiar That's, to me at all. The McDonald's play place? Okay. Well, um, they have a, a series of colorful, bendy tubes that oh, as a child... Yeah, that I know. You can, with the, with yeah. the little beads on it or whatever they are. That you beads? Bring along them. Yeah, there's like wiggly um, wire stuff that they have like the... How do you describe this shit, honestly? <laughs> let me let me find a picture of this shit. I, what do you even call it? Like, I don't even know what you call that shit. There's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like a like a thin metal tube that goes up and like has like like squiggles in it, and like there'll be like wooden little. <laughs> little wooden things that fit over it and then you can like run those along it all the way from one side to the other oh you know what i mean right i'm making sense no no yeah no i'm totally with you but those (laughs) i'm I'm familiar with from pediatricians office waiting rooms they're always yeah for some reason here they're always in dentists and banks i don't know Uh. why Banks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Building societies always seem to have them. I don't know why. That feels so uh, patronizing. I mean, obviously, I guess the idea is it's you fucking know, amuse boring. your Keep the kids amuse your, yeah, 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 amuse your children while you're doing important business. But I do like the idea of like the bank just thinking so low, lowly of their 
uh, client base that they're just like, hey, give them some like squares to put into some square holes. You know, they they need something to keep them feeling good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my my familiarity with those little wire frames where you move some some wooden beads along them for whatever reason, like what's the <laughs> game there? Definitely, yeah. My my primary exposure to that was waiting to go into the pediatrician's office as a kid. Mm. But um, that is not really the cherry bullet play underworld that I'm imagining. Mine, mine is much more in the, uh, um, yeah, play place giant uh, tubes that you crawl around in. And so I was imagining a sort of, yeah, somewhere in town, probably Soul City, I'd have to imagine you know cherry bullet opening up a play underworld where it just starts innocuously almost in mario fashion with a manhole cover and then suddenly you you slide down into it and you enter the play underworld and what would be the problem that would crop up if you tried to open a underground mcdonald's play place that was free to use i imagine there would be quite a few issues (laughs) Yeah, quite a few issues. Uh, you, you could abuse the space. Some bad things could happen down there without supervision. And it's just not up to code. It's not zoned for an underground play place. Um, and so then, you know, them in the song, I was confused why they're referencing like snipers and the siren going way away. But it's because if you try to open up a play underworld, you will face some uh, legal consequences and your GTA star level will go up. <laughs> and that is when that song has to transition into Keep Your Head Up, also by Cherry Bullet, in which they're actually getting away from the police. Mm. So so that was what I was imagining for Cherry Bullet's play Underworld. Um, and then the Twice song, uh, yeah, you, thankfully you, you uh, shouted out my a couple of my takes, so I don't have to repeat myself that much. But, you know, the Lindgren production you were kind of shitting on the the scandinavians i thought a little unduly hard but i will so say many like nothing songs from them yeah i mean i think because uh, i'll say the first 45 seconds of that twice song i thought were really great largely because of mina and sana's pre-chorus parts which were really incredible i thought but also, you know, the melody on the pre-chorus was pretty solid. And, you know, there were some things going on in that song that, you know, this this group seems to have panned it pretty much as being, like, extremely nothing, extremely boring. And I'll agree, once the chorus hits, it, it becomes a bit that. But mm. I think with some of the Scandinavian songwriters, like, you know, they did a lot of the most popular American hits and all the Max Martin stuff. And maybe we should put Max Martin on a bit of a, a different level than just the general Scandinavian music songwriting community. But um, generally, it's like they would come in with some really good melodies uh, and song structures without lyrics or placeholder lyrics. And they sort of need those songs need to be animated with something that makes it, you know, tied to emotion verbally or you know some some sort of appeal and i don't know uh it you can quickly get at risk of just if you animate these these like uh melodic ideas that the scandinavian songwriters give with um like two samey of stuff then 
everything becomes flat and you need to add some edge to it. I feel, mm. um, but I did think some of the, you know, there were some, some cute bits and I liked the breaking free of the handcuffs move. I thought that was fine. And yeah, as Moose said, gowns, beautiful gowns. They look great. Aretha Franklin would definitely uh, praise them on that. But yeah, it's a, it, it, I put it like value judgment wise. I put the twice uh, set me free on virtually the same plane as scientist, which was his last twice uh, title yeah. track. Yeah, I see that. Uh, though I think I might say, uh, I might I think like scientist slightly free. better though. I might disagree just because I think scientist. Well, I agree in the sense that I liked that scientist had much more of an understandable angle to it. And it felt very twice, you know, about like, you don't got to be a scientist. You don't need no license type thing. I liked that that idea was much clearer and it made more sense as a song as a result, but it did have that one boink sound <laughs> virtually every measure. And uh, that sort of thing doesn't usually get to me, but it was just an egregious boink. And it kept going throughout the entire song. So there was the barring... in Scientist, there was that one really sick, like um, that one move when Jiho says "genius." That's like the little head swivel thing. That's really like fun. Mm. That's yeah. like better than any move in Set Me Free, in my opinion. Don't be a genius, so serious. That one move, I still remember. Whereas I don't think I'll remember a damn thing about Set Me Free in like a month's time. I do think K-pop needs to let go of everything tangentially related to the Joker because JYP, you know, Itzy and Twice have now had multiple songs where they have something about why so serious mm. and like, you know, it just feels too Joker mode and it always comes across a little rough, but that's also a very uh, unrelated tangent. But uh, mm. yeah, I don't know. K-pop and the Joker as a character they don't mesh well so I let's try and get just, away from that that's just k-pop and like um western superhero type stuff doesn't mesh the same way that every time there's any like half decent team in a survival show they get called the avengers team and you're like just find another word you know what was wrong with the yeah. dream team that's yeah, a much better do... better way of saying it than the fucking avengers worldwide let's all try to act like the truth is the truth and uh you know not act like the superhero canon has much cultural weight because it just simply doesn't and mm. decreasingly does with every day but that is my perspective mm. um but you know i don't know uh maybe if uh novice uh <sighs> starts doing something special at least they could claim that you know then it wouldn't just be referencing some different intellectual property mm. um but that's always going to be bad almost certainly so uh forget i said that except for do you know what nevis is do you know what that is that's stupid character they made isn't it well i i, I hear them pronounce it novice but i always read it they pronounce nevis. it differently in all of their different stuff though Nabisu. um Nabisu. but yeah in their, but, uh, in when their I, crappy cinematics and then in their crappy songs they call it Navis. So, <laughs> call it I. Uh, but I always read it Nevis, and a Nevis is like a skin growth. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they were going for the whole time. She's a she's a growth on your skin. 
And so then when I hear novice calling, I, I'm just like imagining someone uh, putting their birthmark up to their ear like it's a some sort of transponder, um, which would be kind of cool. But again, they never take the fun, wacky angle as always. Oh, you know, we got to get the cube to save the dimension on which, you know, our humanity is being put at risk due to the algorithm, mm. you know. It all so boring, so incredibly yep. boring. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're not even talking about that. But um. Yeah, I just wanted to cover a couple of things that I had mixed opinions on, so then I could be more uh solidly positive. Mm. Um. First off, er, uh, mentioned earlier on the show was uh uh Buster's tropical romance banana. banana banana man if we could sync up and harmonize on that that would make me feel good yeah but there was not no to do that. that would be amazing but it would be like a cacophonous <laughs> mess if we actually tried to do it beautiful though beautiful though it kind of reminds me of that video of the the girls <clears throat> the american girls sitting around like a a, a log singing uh from blackpink have you ever God. seen that video? I've not seen that video. <laughs> okay, so it's just these girls are on like a log and the setup feels very like seance or Ouija board and no, <laughs> no one's moving at all and they're just like really delivering the lyrics of a black pink as if it's your last. Like, I just remember it. Remember that fondly is all. Okay. Uh, but sorry, uh, we were talking about Banana from uh, Tropical Romance, and uh, Busters has put out a new song called oh. Discotech or something like that with no video component. So I'm worried uh. about these girls. Uh, can't be a good sign. But, mm. you know, they've operated on sort of a graduation system for a little bit. So I don't know. Anything could, could uh, come or go. We'll see. Mm. uh other other thing to shout out was um uh i was when we were talking about perky purple kiss uh there was some debate as to what sweet juice's best b-side was it's autopilot and and all of y'all were saying autopilot is real right i just wasn't feeling and then they had to reach out to me and uh tell me that i was actually correct and that i shouldn't listen to the haters and they put out an uh, a dance practice for Ajit, which is so warm and nice to watch. You know, they, 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 they sing a bit in the dance practice, which is always the best. I love, I love when you hear a little bit of singing in the dance practice. Um, and it's just a really bright song, you know. You can make any building It's a, a beautiful song. Um, and yeah, I think that was the best B side. And also, Sweet Juice. You know, that's what it's one of the most important songs of the year, even if it's it doesn't end up being my favorite, mm. um, for sure. Uh, and oh, then yeah, I already talked. <clears throat> okay, you know, uh, just come back to me when 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 Perky delivers any sort of emphasis with that. Yeah, B-side but, that, yeah, but people are never good at selecting what's actually the best on their album. You know this. It's been a joke for the last few years that every time a group comes out with something we're like well this b-side's actually good and this title track sucks like if it was based on what they select then you know that's a complete crapshoot 
I do think Twice should have done the Wallflower song as the title because, you know, Mina, there's something about Mina encouraging a wallflower to get some guts and come out and dance. That's just like the essence of, of Twice to me, the essence. Um, and yeah, that was that was the best Twice piece I thought. But yeah, frequently we do talk about um, B-side versus title selection being bad, but that's why I was highlighting uh, Jaden Jung's approach with Triple S on that a uh, couple weeks ago. But, you know, uh, correct. There's never correct. But yeah, um, then I was really, really enjoying this uh, edit that someone made where they stripped out everything but the vocals, drum, and bass stems of New Jeans' Oh My, Oh My God. Because uh, it just reveals how great of a song that is in so many ways. The bass is so like tastefully done. The bounce of it. Just a great song. And then um, you're tuning out for that. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, opposite side of the world, uh, one of my favorite rappers, Smino, put out a freestyle called it's snowing in wyoming and that that song is great uh it, there's a particular line a play on words that he does with the uh uh massive military industrial complex and the airline manufacturer boeing uh, great play on words there that uh, is definitely going to stick with me. So if you're yeah. curious, check check out Smino's got, uh, Wyoming. He's got some stiff competition with uh, something so having a great song called Boeing. Dreaming under cloud of so Yeah, I'll put that in the edit if I can remember. Strange bedfellows, but, you know, two very wavy dudes. <laughs> <laughs> um, beyond that, I've been, uh, you know, it, it's always a sign when I'm trying to stream something that I can't stream on the streaming services. And that's not technically true in this case, but with Espa's Hot Air Balloon, it's only on YouTube in live form. But that is the song that I've been, you know, getting outside of streaming to go listen to mm. just because I'm looking forward to that. It's, uh, I really enjoy the song. It's very, very velvet. You know, I'll listen to it when very, I'm forced to. Delicious. Sure. Yeah. And that, <laughs> For now, and I'm that not you gonna... would. Yeah. Um, anyway, Stacy covered Blackpink. Doo -doo 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 -doo. That was pretty incredible. Um, uh, Monday, Jihan from Weekly covered Cherry Bullet Q&A in fantastic fashion, doing some of the parts in the song that not even Cherry Bullet usually do in the song. So I really enjoyed that. There's some absolute, you know, 
legend of a Brazilian DJ named DJ Ramon Successo uh, that I have just been hip to and kind of a mind-blowing dude. Um, uh, did you hear that, that Brazilian remix song that was the background to so many videos in the past couple months where it's like, no, this is the most out of fucking nowhere, like positivity pony ever. We're going like round the world to like random ass fucking covers that probably suck. And like, this is what is going on. This has ceased to be a fucking K-pop podcast at this point. What is happening? I'm seriously coming on being like, hey, did you hear that TikTok audio of the Brazilian DJ? If it's on TikTok, I haven't heard it. I don't use that shit. You know me. No, it's just something that got popular on there. But it is a reflection of a certain style that I'm coming to associate with Brazil. Um, And uh, they really got something going there because he has staked out something really impressive in k-pop terms doing something extremely obnoxious but still musically interesting and so honestly i hope some of that makes it in this into the end mix mixture of genres because i think he really uh, embodies a new type of obnoxious but still kind of going um yeah and then uh you linked that uh that interview with 5050 on mm. seattle's local fox station <laughs> seattle fox 13 <laughs> and it's just 5050 on there with this <laughs> the dude interviewing him absolutely had me dying you know just trying to play you know like he clearly was like googling stuff about k-pop and the right sort of things to ask and you know you know well if you had a light stick <laughs> how would you design the light stick but um that interview had some great aspects to it i watched the whole thing and uh i did see that your bias in 50 50 was saying that she is a giant bestie whoa, fan whoa, whoa, calm which... down now i don't know if i have a bias in 50 50 okay okay every time well, i pick one someone else jumps out and i'm like oh hang on that's not happening fine 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 and then uh but Sena, really Sena though, fucking Sena saying like, why, why, why did you want to become an uh, an artist? Why did you want to become an idol? Well, you know, I saw Bestie and I was like, oh my god, could this group get any more perfect right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they did come off really, really well. They 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 seem like cool people. Um, oh. but when blonde girl, her name's Kina, Kina. right? I, I might just a blonde girl. That's a slur girl, in this though. house. No, no. I mean, we got to keep the thread going because T and, and blonde girls dynamic is something to keep tabs on because, you know, with all the animosity and all the shade thrown blonde girls way, then on that interview, blonde girl just says, I'm a day one A-Pink fan. Hell yeah. I, they're the reason I got into this. They're the first group I liked, which, you know, was like not too long after T brought on that one a pink song Only is like one, yeah yeah w- one of her top k-pop songs of all time so their, their dynamic t and blonde girls dynamic is just becoming spicier it feels like the <laughs> yeah. universe is slowly trying to bring them together so uh, i'm i'm looking forward to seeing that narrative to develop at all mm. 
And uh, it was just like, like last week, right before the previous show, uh, I had gone out to sushi and heard Cupid playing at the sushi place that I went to with some friends. And uh, yeah, I said in the chat, but wow, I really did feel like I was having some sort of a brain health crisis. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, just hearing that right after, like it was so freshly after the release and it was a beautiful little moment. It, it kind of the only other moment like that that I had was when I was uh, in South Carolina with some friends, and we went to a farmers market, and all of the audio that was, you know, they had some speakers out under some pavilions, and the speakers were just playing, you know, what you'd expect, you know, some Florida Georgia line, you know, some, yeah, some country music, and then, um, uh, God, I wish I can remember the how the melody goes, but then. In, the, in between all of these, like, oh, yeah, that's what should be playing at a South Carolina farmer's market type songs. In between all of these, just out of nowhere, absolutely nowhere, they started playing uh, Espa's Life is Too Short, the Espa, <laughs> <laughs> the Espa English single. And that was the other time when I felt like, what the fuck? surely, <laughs> surely this is not my life. Surely I, I am... Uh, well, that makes no um, sense. At least the, the Cupid one. At least the one with Cupid. Like, yes, it's the wrong country, but like, Asian restaurants around the world seem to think that like anything Asian is fair game. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, if, it, yeah, if it's from true. Asia, that works. Like, I understand that a bit more than like, oh, let's just play Espra <laughs> instead of fucking Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> I mean, and with no explanation, it just clicked Bizarre. on, and then I was like freaking out to my friends who were just like shut up <laughs> <laughs> and then it ended and that, that was it mm. but um yeah sometimes i don't know i feel like i'm getting sniped by the world's djs uh Lily. but yeah you got any and more then, or shall i get onto mine i, I got i got three more <laughs> jesus christ man <laughs> okay really quickly really quickly the american girl in i chillin' junie the one that absolutely ate shit at the k-pop olympics uh and then just got up because she has an absolutely resilient personality and strength of character she uh junie she's been doing a bunch of rapid fire little covers uh and covers of great little songs you know uh some miley ray or (laughs) sorry some miley uh and some some carly ray rather and then yeah, and you know that's great. I chill in forever. And then uh, Soyun, the one, that, you know, so- Soyun from Sesonyeon that uh, T brought on the other week, yeah. uh, suddenly has a song coming out with RM, this indie girl, just like, you know, oh, we'll see. Now I got no hope. <laughs> I also don't have any hope because RM is like the only member of BTS that I like that I like have a reason to dislike, <laughs> um, uh, you know, the rest of it, you know, they're all talented, whatever. I, I, I want to survive, but Arm <laughs> is, is the only one that, uh, I feel like I have a reason to actually dislike mm. a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. I don't Why have is, high hopes, but what's your reason to dislike him? Again, I want to survive. But, <laughs> um, yeah. And then the, the, um, <laughs> Last thing is just uh, 
I'm really looking forward to Billy. The Billy, uh, I was seeing how uh, uh, Girls in the Park, GWSN, uh, their creative director was posting on his IG about how... That was so weird. Yeah, about how that all went down and how he was like struggling in a terrible leadership context to try and get good songs to these girls and try and have it happen. But largely just protecting his own career, you know, yeah. like trying Big to do as well as possible. Yeah, but, you know, I think it's fine. I, I believe that he probably was put there in, in an unfair context and probably the management was you know abysmal yeah but either um, way if and- that all fell on him you don't want to be claiming that considering they were like famous for not paying their fucking producer <laughs> like, yeah, act like yeah. you were in charge of that that's not a good thing mate like i know things yeah are bad, but, but creative director he's not he's not money bags he's but the, the way he director. phrased it was like he was doing fucking everything and sorting out all the bills it sounds the like staff and all that shit it so sounds like it is possible that he had have to it do one it. way or the other homie you either did everything and you fucked it up and didn't pay the producers or you didn't I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt. But then he, you know, moved on. He works at Mystic Story now. Mm. Uh, Billy, so he works on Billy songs. And, uh, you know, he's been killing it with that. Except and, uh, Okay. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Billy promo photos have been looking good. And I'm just really excited to get back in that Billy mood. Mm. Um, and then, yeah. The, it's been interesting just seeing how the you know high backed out of the SM you know acquisition or yeah no more know, distracts. a little bit we'll see we'll see yeah I don't have anything insightful to say about that so yeah what what what's some stuff that you could actually point to as being uh, on the positive side of the emotional spectrum from this past week mm. finally <laughs> um, right, I'm sorry. I got a few. So, um, fella called Co Kunst, you might know. He's uh, like a producer most of the time. Makes some yeah. R and B shit. Made a song with uh, Tabba and Jay Park called "Bad Bad." Which I think is really fun. Uh, it did. I don't think it, this one got a music video. He did a music video for one, another one that he did, but I didn't like that one as much. It's called Fifty Five. But um, yeah, Bad Bad's really fun. There's like <laughs> weirdly like blokey vocals on it, which kind of get me a bit. But um, yeah, fun song. Also, it would be I would be remiss if I didn't shout out my boy Samuel So. 
coming out with another surprise single. That seems to be all he does now. Drop singles, not promote them at all. And then I have to rely on Apple Music to be like, mm, did you know he's released this? And um, yeah, he's done it again with a song called Some Things Don't Change. Some things just don't change I thought I could change I thought I could change 결국엔 똑같네 Some things just don't change I thought I'd be fine I thought I'd be fine Until I found Another really fun one Just, you know, Sammy So Goodness It's only like just over two minutes But it's still a really good song very much enjoy yeah, that one. I was I was definitely uh, feeling all the ones you were playing in the pre-show. My mm. my my initial impression of him has has mostly stayed the same though. Of like, you know, I I I, I search up Samuel So if I'm trying to hear some Korean uh, D'Angelo. <laughs> like most most of the best uh, Samuel So songs are reminding me heavily of D'Angelo. But then he does also have some other forays where he proves that he has some you know. Uh, musical ability and imagination that is beyond just doing that sort of thing mm. but yeah so overall yeah a guy that has a lot of taste clearly and I, i've never actively disliked anything that i put on by him so mm-hmm. i i understand you having him as as like your you know guardian holding it down of of good music and k-pop yeah or, he is amazing <laughs> And I, I yeah. just, I just wish we'd get another, another album, but it doesn't look like that's on the cards unless he's just going to make one of all of these random singles that he's dropping. But um, yeah, not a bad release strategy. I'll take the random singles when I get them. You know, I just wish there was a bit more. But uh, I got fed that more by a different R and B chingu by the name of Ocean from the Blue. Remember him? Yeah, I put on that one song. It was pretty solid. Yeah, Ocean from the Blue uh, is this cool-ass dude with this crazy high voice. Um, Great range. He's released an album called Ocean from the Blue. (laughs) Who would have known it? And um, Let him know. The whole thing is just really, really good. Like, this is comfortably the best full album so far of the year like by a long way it's really good Ooh, okay it's i'm glad you're staking a claim you know we were we were talking about um instrumentation choices on that yuju song this whole album is like that there's just such cool choices of instrumental uh and like he varies his voice a lot throughout it there's like somewhere he's just doing this really delicate falsetto somewhere he's like doing like an auto-tune kind of hip-hoppy flow, somewhere he's just like, more like, uh, how do you even describe it? Like, guttural almost. And like, yeah, like lots of distortion. He's just really cool. Just amazing album. Me and That's what me and T were listening to in the Listen Together the other day. And we were like, God. Because she, she cued like half the album and then was like, I didn't cue the whole thing because I thought it'd be gratuitous. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't seem that way now, does it? Because the whole first, out, half, first half of it is like amazing. 
um, yeah, he has a few songs that I added to the playlist as well from it, which, because I only add like the top, tippity top to my playlist usually. And um, I added Close to You featuring Sonu Jungar, which I think was the first one that we heard from the album. And it's just so amazing. <laughs> Great vocals, incredible instrumental, production's awesome, love it. I also added Breath, which I think is the intro song to the album. It's like two minutes long, but again, just impeccable choices. And then I also added Come Back Home featuring Yeon. He did a really cool live performance of on uh, on stage the channel. So do you know do you know which year that is? I don't. No, we were we were looking, we were watching it, and we were like, "Hang on, is that Yeon from CLC, or is it somebody else?" I or, don't think it is the one from CLC because her voice doesn't or, sound right. Uh, Anya of Revolution. 
That lady rules. Whoever that is could be her. I don't know. They just credit <laughs> her as Yeun, so it just could be like a random girl he found called Yeun. I don't know. But she sounds good. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and uh, we were talking not too long ago about how um, we want to hear more unconventional parts of people's voice. Like, earlier on the show, you were talking, I think, with Ian about, you know, the uh, increasing sameness of boy group singers, vocals, mm. and also unexceptional nature of them. Yeah, well, and, thank you. Yeah, so it, I'm, I'm glad that uh, there's someone that's delivering something with a little bit of, you know, character in their vocal or you were saying like guttural sounds on one of those songs or something yeah i, like yeah. When, I mean it has somewhere like, like it's reaches. it's not what we necessarily want but he goes like super distorted and guttural and weird but yeah he does yeah, uh, it sounds like something i gotta check out does do some interesting shit on that album i can't recommend the album enough we were like floored when it came on <laughs> this is so much better than what we've been getting so far so definitely check out that album that's my early nice. shout for album of the year. Solid, solid. I think it will yeah, take I'll, I'll some time to find something better. Anyway. Hmm. I mean, yeah, uh, I do think that titles wise, it does feel like uh, this year's been a bit slow so far. But there have been a lot of really good songs coming out, nonetheless. I don't agree. <laughs> I just think it's been slow in general this year. Yeah, I never feel like I really have a good um, gauge of that, you know, so much going on all the time. And then sometimes I'll just, you know, find some stuff from a period that felt like nothing was happening and then it becomes my new new favorite thing. So, mm. but yeah, in terms of like mainstream, the like big releases have been mostly unexciting and the main story of the year has largely just been, you know, New Jeans is the replacement for the spot of like a bts or a blackpink yeah. and uh you know their songs are incredible so oh, I'm oh not another song it. i forgot to shout this out when it came out because I, it just slipped my mind but uh uncharacteristically for me nct dream uh put out a japanese song called best friend ever and i quite like it <laughs> So uh, check that one out. It's very cheesy and uh, very kind of by the numbers, but it works. <laughs> I heard that one. I really like that one. That's the yeah. best friend ever. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I like that yeah, song. Yeah, I don't know cool. why, but it, it does it for me. So. No, no, I agree. That, that, one, uh, that one had a nice energy to it, for sure. Mm. And there's been a couple of uh, decent uh, Japanese songs from groups that haven't been doing that much otherwise I'm kind of blinking i guess i liked that uh that classy japanese song not too long ago whatever that's beside the point but yeah hey. i'll definitely check out that ocean from the blue album because i mm. did check out that that one performance and thought it was pretty solid so seems worthwhile definitely. and then uh other than that yeah looking forward to billy uh stacy have been active doing some prom promotion so all of those materials have been 
you know, keeping me afloat. And then beyond that, yeah, I think I'm going to have to, I'm going to stick with this Yuju album for a little bit because there's a lot here for me. Maybe I will get the whistle notes from Dreaming, but I will spare you any more on-show practice. Sure. Um, but uh, thanks for having me on the show again, Diggy. Thanks for doing the show again. Mm-hmm. And what are we at the three-hour, 30-minute mark on this stream? Uh, well, that's deceptive because I started the stream like two or three other times and my internet kept fucking up. So it's actually <laughs> way longer than that. It's probably over four hours right now. But, uh, you know. You're a soldier. You're a soldier. But I mean, uh, yeah, keep that Mega Venusaur safe for me. You know, uh, I can, hey, I can no, contribute. I don't get the Mega Venusaur. That's Accio's job. I, I've got you as oh, okay. a Butterfree. So I've got the harder end of the bargain. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, Accio, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks so much for, for doing the show. Mm. Mm, bye. See you later. And that is the end of this episode. I don't know what's going to happen next week. Hopefully, we'll be able to do one. Uh, because I think that's the last weekend I can definitely do a show before I go to Korea. So, let's hope we can do one next weekend. And if we can, I'll see you there. Um, and that is the end of the audio podcast.